pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, the world, and welcome to another episode of the Sea Report. You are coming to us live. Uh, well, no, I am coming to you live. Pardon me. Sorry, I got a lot of weird things going on in the background here. I apologize. Welcome on in and welcome to another episode of the Sea Report. I hope you all are doing well. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. I am your host, Mr. C, and uh, I'm also known as Michael Aaron Gossett. I'll be here with you guys for the next mm, couple of hours-ish. We might do a little bit more. It just depends. I hope everyone's doing well. I apologize for not being on the air the last two days. Uh, yesterday, I was under the weather. Uh, today, I'm a little still under the weather, you know. But I mean, we're good. I was like, I don't want to miss another day this week because um, it's already been two. I mean, I could have taken I could have taken the brand new three day weekend. Right. Well, actually, I guess it seems like you guys are probably thinking I took a four day weekend. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I I'd actually thought about coming on here and telling jokes about running on BPT. Right. I was like, sorry, guys, it's Wednesday. I was on BPT. It's a brand new holiday. Right. But then I thought that might be a little bit too racist. Hey, I could have said CPT, right? I could have said CPT, right? Since that's what uh, John Cornyn and Greg Abbott have created for this country. 
Uh, for those of you who are totally out of the loop and you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, let me tell you what. Um, when I moved to Austin 10 years ago, I mean, I'm not there now. I'm, I'm out of Austin now. But when I moved to Austin over 10 years ago and I was living there, let me tell you what, south of Austin Texas, I'm talking about you. No one would have known what I was talking about, right? They would have been like, What do you mean you had a four day weekend? What do you mean you're running on BPT? Like, what are you talking about, Mr. C? Well, you see, this is this is just the way it goes, right? In the state of Texas, if you live below the city of Austin, and I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about, um, you know, uh, navigationally speaking, right? I'm talking about our, our, uh, our, our cardinal directions, right? If you live south of Austin, you have no idea until last year, maybe what Juneteenth was, right? Now you guys know what I'm talking about, right? So sorry, guys, I'm running on BPT. That's why it's Wednesday and I'm finally back on, you know, because you can't say color people time, okay? That's racist. <laughs> Anyways, I think you guys maybe see what I'm saying now. Anyways, I'm back. Sorry, guys. I was under the. I'm still a little bit under the weather today, but you know, um, this is it's, this is what this is what it's all about, guys. You know, this is what it's all about. You know, now if you uh, if you you're tuning in to today's episode, and um, you probably saw this whole rash of name drops and topics for today's episode. You know, I had uh, I had already like kind of organized the episodes for this week and then everything just got kind of like pushed aside right so uh today we're, for today's episode of the c report we're gonna go through a whole bunch of things and uh we're gonna go through something also ladies and gentlemen you know but you know i think it's important i think it's important for where we stand ladies and gentlemen and for what we stand for that we absolutely have to look at every single side of the coin even though you know, per coin, it seems like there would only be two sides. Well, you know, if you think about a coin, there's actually three sides. You know, there's the heads, there's the tails, and then there's the rim, right? You know what? So there's three sides to a coin. Who would have thought that, right? It's just that one of the sides is like, you know, circular. And uh, there's some there's some depth to it, right? It might not, it might be a little shallow, but there is still some depth to that coin, right? It's not a two-dimensional object. So there's three sides to the coin. So let me tell you what, guys, you know, you, you know, my audience knows where I stand. Okay. My audience knows where I stand, uh, you know, at least in uh, support of President Trump in this nation. But we have to look at all sides of the coin. I'm really interested to know how much traction, and it may not get any traction, but how much traction some topics of conversation uh, that we'll be getting into today, you know, and I'm really curious too. I put it in the title, like Durham. We got the Durham, the John Durham hearings going on right now, right? Uh, we've got that, uh, the Biden thing happening, Hunter Biden, you know, Alabama was it Alabama, right? You know, and the, the hooker or the, the, you know, the sex worker <laughs> and the child, uh, the whole thing with the Titanic, the Titan thing going down, you know, there were some very important people on that boat or on that submersible, uh, that seems to be taking up a lot of the attention on the mainstream, lamestream right now is that submersible that had like three billionaires, including a billionaire and his son on board, you know? So that's interesting. Um, you know, that's definitely, and they already, you know, it's the perfect title. Even the name of the company 
even the name of the company for that submersible uh, Titanic voyage. It's now like they've got hours and I'm, you know, I pray for them, of course, like we want them to be safe, but even the name of the company is ocean gate, right? It's the perfect distraction. No, no, no. Pray for them. Ladies and gentlemen, who wants to be stuck? There was, what is it like 30,000 notes? That's 30,000 feet. It's probably a little bit of it. three miles or four. I don't know how deep the freaking Titanic, wherever the Titanic is, ladies and gentlemen, who wants to be stuck down there anyway? So, you know, pray for them so that they're safe, but it, it's just interesting to me. And then uh, let's see what else do we have? Uh, uh, LGBTQ stuff, uh, the woke stuff, the transgender stuff, of course. And then, of course, the Trump stuff. You know, a lot of a lot of topics today that we could go through. And for today's episode, because like you know, whatever I kind of had sourced for the last two days, because I was I was planning to come back on Monday um, to do a show, um, and then even Sunday. You know, I'm actually really glad that I got to do um, an episode of the C Stream on Saturday night. So for those of you who are tuning in to today's episode. If you're live with us at Rumble, if you're live with us at Pilled, hey, Sean Joe, I see you over there. Thanks for gifting the cookie. Um, if you're live with us over at Twitch, I appreciate you being here. And uh, so just so just so just that you would know, you know, this weekend we did an episode of the C stream, which is the premium content that I'm doing for free right now just to get people, you know, just to get uh, just to get audience members acclimated to a second dairy show on this channel. Uh, I was glad I got to do that on Saturday because then Sunday, like I, I told you all on Saturday, I told you all on Saturday uh, that I was going to do an episode on Sunday of the C stream. But like I said, I had family over. I was planning to go on like at midnight. Right. So there was a heads up for those of you guys who are paying attention. I love you if you're paying attention. Right. Uh, but um, family stayed until like two or three in the morning. So. <laughs> I was like, I'm not about that 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. stream anymore. Okay. I might have done it in the past, right? But I just, I couldn't, you know. And, you know, so then Monday came and, you know, it was Juneteenth and uh, family was still here. You know, family came back. So I couldn't. People are probably like, Mr. C, don't lie. You're out there celebrating Juneteenth with everyone. I could have tell you guys, you know, because I was going to, you know, we'll we'll start with Juneteenth. We're going to be a little bit all over the place today, but we will get to a very important topic. We're going to do a little bit of like a news blitz for today's episode. So it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to actually, I'm actually going to take you guys to some like, you know, news pages. We're going to talk about stories and headlines. But um, that's as far as we're going to go today, because the most important topic for today of everything that we're going to spill through is going to be the topic of uh, Dr. Shiva um, Ayudure, ladies and gentlemen, whom I actually just spoke about in the last episode, I think on Friday, when we were talking about other people who are running for president. Now, again, like I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, in this fight to restore the republic and to uh, gain back everything that has been lost, ladies and gentlemen, over the, you know, the preceding uh, decades, you know, um, it's very important, in, especially in this culture. And, you know, I'm prefacing this very carefully, very carefully, ladies and gentlemen, because I am an ardent Trump supporter, President Trump supporter. And, you know, I've come across uh, and, you know, I'm just, you know, for today, ladies and gentlemen, we're just I'm just going to have to speak clearly and truthfully. OK, because uh, this, uh, you know, I, that's why I'm saying I'm very interested to know how many people will pick this up. 
okay? And how many people will examine it, roll it around between their fingers, see what it feels like, see what it smells like, see what it tastes like, see what it hears, sounds like, see what it hears like, see what it sounds like, right? You know, does it walk like a duck? Does it talk like a duck? It better walk like a fucking duck if it's a duck, right? You know, but like what I'm trying to say here, guys, is it's important that we consider every single as many perspectives as possible. Now, as someone who is a President Trump supporter, someone who needs to believe that there is good in man, even though I don't have necessarily faith in the government of man, right? You know, but the, I do believe that even within the government, which can be which can be corrupt, which we know is corrupt right now, right? It can be, it is, right? If it can be, it will be, ladies and gentlemen. Um, not to say that it will always be, but at least at the, the time that we are living in right now, at this very moment, it is corrupt, okay? The government is corrupt, ladies and gentlemen. That's something that we've been going through this entire time. Actually, that's one of the underlying currents to a show like this and to other shows out there like that. But that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering how many people are going to pick this up because, you know, I'm not doing a show like this to become a, camp, a Trump campaign favorite, right? So they're like, oh, this guy always talks good about Trump. So let's get him to be one of our main spokesmouths, right? That's not my game here, right? I'm not here to make a whole bunch of money off of people who support Trump and who want to, you know, give him, give them his money, give him their money. So this way he can uh, fulfill their mission, right? That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to get... Uh, you know, I'm not here to get favor in the Trump campaign, even though I support it. I'm not here for them to like get acknowledgement from the Trump campaign. I am here to share my truth. Okay. That's why I'm here, right? I'm not here to get like, oh, I'm not here to get picked up by other shows and other broadcasts who are like, well, this guy's a solid Trump supporter, so let's bring him on. Like, that's not my purpose in life. Okay. That's not what I'm here for. You know, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here because there's a resonant truth that is way undercurrent that a lot of us feel, but none of us can bring forward and bring to the flesh, so to speak, you know? So that's what I'm here about, right? And like, you know, I hear so many... um not how do you how do you how do we say this now right when we're talking about the field of influencers which is i just i still to this day despise the phrase influencer okay you know uh, this is me all the way back when i was like 10 11 12 13 14 15 fuck influence right it's about inspiration ladies and gentlemen and and i apologize you're gonna get I'm sorry, guys. I know it's the two o'clock hour, right? I know it's the two o'clock hour, right? You guys haven't even had your dinner yet. Some of you guys haven't even had lunch yet, and you're already hearing F-bombs going off. I apologize, right? But today we have to be, today I have to be this way, okay? Today I have to be this way because we're going to get to the point you know, when I talk to you guys about cognitive dissonance, right? We've talked about cognitive dissonance. Everyone in this audience knows about cognitive dissonance. I could probably go down the line of every member in this audience and ask them, what was your awakening point? What was that point that caused that cognitive dissonance that you woke up because you just knew what you were seeing versus what you were being told versus the gaslighting versus the propaganda was not it? 
okay? And you had this cognitive dissonance, right? This, you know, what you understand about this world just totally changed or it just totally became disrupted, right? That's what I'm now. A lot of patriots and a lot of Americans and a lot of people who want to restore this republic, ladies and gentlemen, we've already been through that cognitive dissonance. We could define that for those who are just waking up today and right now. However, ladies and gentlemen, if you're already awake and you're already a patriot and you're already, you know, running to restore this republic. How do you feel when you come against cognitive dissonance now? Things that really stand to reshape your worldview now. As a patriot, as someone who's already awakened, as someone who's already experienced cognitive dissonance, as someone who's already taken the red pill, right? How do you deal with that now? And maybe that's why I wasn't feeling so good yesterday, you know, because, um, I, you know, I've got no, the only skin in this game I got is seeing this Republic restored, right? That's the only skin in this game I got, okay? For for me personally, right? I mean, it's different for everyone else. You know, it's different for everyone else. For me, it's just ensuring that the truth is told. For me, that's the only, that's the only reason why I've ever been doing something like this is because there were very obvious lies out there, ladies and gentlemen, that were being told to the world and the public and the American public. And it just didn't sit well with me, you know? And so uh, same thing with the election, same thing with the Federal Reserve Central Bank, you know, all of the topics I think I've owned in on just because those are truthful and um, those are truthful topics that you can really act on. Uh, and that can really evoke change in America. You know, if we got rid of the central banks and the debt slavery system, that would evoke change. If we had electoral reform in America and our elections were actually real, that would evoke change, you know? Um, but uh, all of that is not Okay, it's something that I've been able to see myself in the last three years, just examining the um, um, rigged and stolen elections here in America, and then doing a little bit deeper examination. Sometimes, you know, it, it, it takes that. But anyways, guys, so, you know, the cognitive dissonance I'm talking about for patriots, well, you know, there, there are some things I think a lot of people would disagree with. If if any of you guys have seen the videos that have been uh, Dr. Shiva Ayudare has been putting out, and a lot of the people in this audience knows who Dr. Shiva is, ladies and gentlemen, I find it quite ironic in its own way that someone named Dr. Shiva has begun to dance and to destroy and to rebuild, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll get there in a minute, okay? I want to go through some news topics first. It's kind of hard, right? For me, at least. Uh, because, like I was saying a, a few minutes ago, there are many, many influencers out there who are outside of, like, my neighborhood of influencers, right? My neighborhood of influencers would be, like, the people over, like, at pill.net. 
um, you know, um, and, and beyond. Like, you, let, let's 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 just talk about like the different types of uh, ecosystems of influencers. Like the people over at Pill.net, that's one ecosystem of influencers. The people over at Cozy.tv, that's one system of influencers. The people over at uh, what is that one? Clout Hub, that's one system of influencers. Uh, the people over with um, with with uh, with that Nino guy and that uh, that 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 British guy that that was a child sex trafficker. What's his name? Charlie Ward. That's one field. And the Carrie Cassidy's that's one field. And then, and then you also have the general Flynn and the, uh, the Wano Savin influencers, right? Like there's all of these different ecosystems of influencers. And then you have this other ecosystem of influencers. Like that, that's like, they're like the alternative outside. They're like the alternative alternative. They're the ones who are like neutral and who are telling the truth, but they're really actually just being repositioned to be the new God, the new guard of influencers. Right. Like I can see all of that, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, the things that Dr. Shiva is saying, are the things that these influencers, I think, want to say, but they just can't. Like the this new guard of influencers, the ones that are independent, you know, the ones that will speak uh, the truth about, you know, the Republican Party and the Democrat Party and and the and the Trump Party and and the J the the RFK Party, all those people, that new guard of influencers, right? Like the Whitley, what is her name? The Whitley Whitney Webbs of the world, like that new guard of influencers, the redacts, the redacted people of the world, like those new influencers, they're being positioned to be like the new influencers, right? That's the way I see it, anyways. But you know, these people will tell you the truth, but they don't go all the way. You know, like I've had people who've spoken about like President Trump and 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 they'll and I've defended President Trump on this when we're and I, you know, even to Dr. Shiva, I would defend on this when we're talking about like the um Operation Warp Speed and when we're talking about like the vaccines and the mandates, right? And you know, I get it. I get it. What did we see in Pennsylvania in 2021? Who did President Trump invite onto the stage in Pennsylvania? He invited, what was it? Was it a member of Pfizer or was it a, it wasn't Moderna. It was Johnson and Johnson. He had a Johnson and Johnson executive join him on stage. So I get it, America. I get the concern. I get the concern is founded. Maybe I should say I get it, patriotic America. Maybe I should say I get it, America first America. Maybe I should say I get it. Let's make America great again, America. I'm talking to the Trump supporter base is what I'm trying to say here. I get it. And I'm talking to the Trump naysayers also. You know, I'm talking to the Trump naysayers also. I get it. Okay. But, you know, and that's why we're that's why I'm going to play the video I, again. Like I said, I don't know how many of you all have seen the Dr. Shiva Ayudare videos that he's running for president. But this man is saying the stuff that I would expect those influencers out there who are anti-Trump to say. OK, this man is putting it in a context that all of these anti-Trump influencers who can't get anything out of their mouth, but he pushed mandates, which is not true. OK, and that uh, and that he he pushed the vaccine, which, again, you know, even even Dr. Shiva has that argument. Even Dr. Shiva has the argument that President Trump pushed uh, Operation Warp Speed and he pushed the vaccines. But but I, I have to say this again, you know, in in it. In the position of a president, not a politician, not some, you know, side fellow, not a VP, the actual president, okay, 
and and you have all these other agencies and I'm not making an excuse for President Trump if indeed you know this was the plan right for him to keep on uh pushing these vaccines. I get it. Everything. I see it, ladies and gentlemen. I see what they're saying. Like everything that happened still moved the needle of the deep state, the globalists agenda forward. How much of it was foibled? You know, how much of it was hindered? How much of it was stopped? in relation to how much of their plan was succeeded. And again, I'm not condoning or making any excuses, but this is the kind of cognitive dissonance I'm talking to you guys about. When you start hearing truth being spoken, we as patriots feel like maybe we're... um, Maybe we're uh, not susceptible to cognitive dissonance. Maybe we feel like we're beyond that. Maybe we feel like we've already been through that. Maybe we feel like that's, you know, that's something that we already went through. We don't deal with cognitive dissonance anymore. We're already wide awake, you know? So that's why I'm going to play Dr. one of Dr. Shiva's videos today at some point in this broadcast. And that's why I'm going to play it. You know, uh, that's why I'm going to play it, because I think that, you know, even though I may not agree with every point that Dr. Shiva has to say, I think a lot of what he has to say is extremely right on, even though I'm amateur as I am, guys. So if you guys haven't seen that, ladies and gentlemen, perhaps you will. And if not, you're going to see it on today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I wanted to say hello to uh, some members hanging out. We got uh, members of the C team hanging out. We got Sean Joe in the house. Thanks again for gifting the cookie. We also got Kiss hanging out. Good afternoon, Kiss. Great to see you. Thanks for being here, guys, and supporting the the C team. Sean Joe says, I do not trust Shiva. Well, you know, Sean Joe, I know, you know, we, I know you and I, Sean Joe. Sean Joe, I've been keeping score, just so you know. And between our differences of opinions, <laughs> between our differences of opinions, Sean Joe, okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, no, you know, I, I got to say this. Um, and we're still, we're still going to listen to it, Sean Joe. I'm still going to play it for you. Uh, it sounds like you've already heard some of his videos. Now, when Dr. Shiva did the, when he, he participated, the last time, the last time we talked about Dr. Shiva here on the Sea Report was during the Otero County, New Mexico audit. Okay. Now this happened in 2022. Okay. This just happened last year, right? It was like in the spring. Okay. And um, Dr. Shiva was participating in this um, audit and then something happened um to where, oh, well, I know what happened. What happened, well, 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 what had happened was, ladies and gentlemen, is that um, the uh, at the federal level, they got involved, okay? And so they called a hearing at, in Washington, D.C. They had a, they had set up a table and everything. They, they, this whole committee hearing over what was going on in New Mexico, okay? And um, they they were starting to sue all the people who are who are involved in this audit. Now they they were going to sue Doctor Ayudare. Now I'll tell you, Sean Joe, when that happened, I did have critique of Doctor Ayudare. Don't think I didn't. I was like, Doctor Ayudare, you know, you're doing this investigation, and now you're going to pull out. You know, like we've got like uh, Commissioner Coy. What was his name? Was uh, Commissioner Coy Griffin, right? Was it Griffin or Griffith, right? Like you know, he put his neck on the line. Of all three of the commissioners, um, Commissioner Griffin or uh, former Commissioner Griffin put his 
neck on the line. And he did what the other commissioner should have done right now. I'm not another commissioner, but I can tell you what, if it came to having true election integrity and being afraid of losing my title, I'm sorry. The other two commissioners in, uh, in, in Oterra County are POSs. I don't care if they're women, they're female pieces of shit, right? You know, because she, the, one of the women was like, Oh, well, they're going to take my title away if I don't go along with them. Coy Griffin went to jail, ladies and gentlemen. He stood his ground. The other two commissioners didn't. Okay. So that's why, you know, I'm just going to say that, right? That's just how I feel about it, right? Because you know what? If I were in her position, I would have stood with Coy Griffin, which means I would have stood with the people of New Mexico, which means I would have stood with the people of America to secure our elections. And I wouldn't have been afraid of losing a title. Are you kidding me? You know, you'll get the title of hero in history books of America if that's important to you. But none of this, oh, I'm going to lose my county commissioner title if I don't if I don't go along with the secretary of state and how they're strong arming illegally and unconstitutionally. Right. And, and making a mockery of all of the uh, of all of the procedures that we have put into place at the local level, the county level. Right. For our elections. And that's exactly what they did in New Mexico. They made a mockery of it. Okay. They made a mockery of it. And two of the commissioners, they, they, they went along with it. Okay. And that's just kind of how I feel about that situation in New Mexico. But anyways, guys, so, you know, I did have, I did feel a certain way, Sean Joe, about Dr. Ayudari when he pulled out of, of that audit. I mean, he literally pulled out, uh, he pulled out of it, you know, he, he literally disassociated from it because of all of the uh, legal action that was coming down. Hey, Aurelius Locke, what's going on? I see you hanging out over there at Rumble. Thanks for being present, buddy. And thanks for lurking and looking, I should say. Um, but as I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, um, so, you know, but getting back to the Ayudare situation, uh, Ayudare situation, he is running for president, right? My, my initial thought on that was, come on, Dr. Shiva, like, you know, unless you're trying to run to be vice president with President Trump, you know, uh, take a step back because then you're going to start scalping some of the votes. That is not, ladies and gentlemen, that is not anywhere near the trajectory that Dr. Shiva Ayudare took on his path to president. Nowhere. This guy does not want to be President Trump's VP. Okay. But, you know, Sean Joe, I think we owe it to our own personal discernments and our own personal truths to listen to it. I'm not going to I'm not going to shelve it. I'm a Trump supporter. I have questions for this man. You know what I mean? Like, I have questions for Dr. Shiva, you know, like and, and the thing about it is what he is saying is way more bold, way more honest to my own personal truth than what any of these influencers who are anti-Trump have to say. Any of these influencers that try and use Julian Assange or the vaccines or Operation Warp Speed or any of that crap, any of the Stu Peters out there, any of these idiots, any of these clown bozo court jesters, okay? Those guys, those guys speak fallacies, okay? They're not saying what Dr. Shiva is saying, okay? So that's the only reason why I'm going to give him airtime today. Because what he's saying resonates more with truth than what any of those other Joker influencers are saying. And um, and on top of that, uh, it, well, I mean, if you guys have been uh, picking up on the context clues that I've been giving you here on my show for any amount of time, 
a lot of what he says resonate. So uh, don't even focus on the Trump stuff. I think, honestly, there's a lot of valuable information inside of Dr. Shiva's presentation that does not even pertain to President Trump, but it pertains to everything else that we are seeing today. It pertains to all these influencers. It pertains to all of these fake media people. It pertains to all these rhinos. It pertains to all of these establishment hacks. There's so much truth in it, at least according to my own personal research, I can put aside the President Trump sentiments that Dr. Shiva Ayudare says, and I can focus on what he's talking about while, and this is just for me, okay, this is just for me. You guys don't have to do this. I wouldn't, you know, do you. You guys do you. But for me, it would be taking the truths that resonate with me in such a presentation while keeping my head on a swivel because that's what it takes these days, guys. There's no one who is safe from the purview of treachery at this point, okay? There's nobody who is safe from the purview of treachery at this point. We have to be our own heroes. We have to be our own truth. We have to be our own solid resource, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you what, when a presentation like Dr. Shiva Ayudare's comes up, it sends me in a tailspin, guys. Don't think that I have it figured out and analyzed down to the T the minute that I see it, guys. I have to take a minute to digest this, especially when it's corroborating with a lot of other things I'm already seeing, but yet no one has the wherewithal or the ability to speak to, but they can say they have a point of view. They can say they have a point of view, but they can't speak to it. And at least at least not for uh, purposes of satisfying my needs, okay? Not for purposes of satisfying my needs. Yep, that's what Sean Joe says. I am good at taking what I need and leaving the rest. And that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. It's about taking what you need and leaving the rest. Um, oh, so let's see here. Sean Joe also says, I believe uh, that was Woody Johnson. Uh, he's talking about, uh, you're, you're talking about the, uh, the Johnson and Johnson guy, right? Um, owner of Johnson and Johnson, they are old friends. Okay. So yeah, so there you go. You know what I mean? Like that could be, is it a coincidence? Right. You know, that's what I also say. Like when it comes into that, uh, billionaire market, right. When you make that kind of money, not that I would know at the moment, right. when you make that kind of money, you know, and there's very, very select individuals, there's 600 billionaires, according to Dr. Shiva Ayudare, right. There's 600 of them. That's a very, very, very limited, limited amount of people on this planet. Right. You're going to know other people in your neighborhood, right? You're going to know other people in your tax bracket. It's the way I kind of looked at it whenever I saw uh, President Trump invite the Johnson & Johnson guy on uh, during that thing. Yeah, you were, we were watching it together, weren't we, Sean Joe? <laughs> we were watching it together here on my channel, you know? Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I do give, especially if it's a pre... I, you know, should, is that where they've got us America, right? For all of the Trump naysayers out there, is that where they got us where we would be like, well, considering how bad the last, you know, four or five, six, seven, 10, 20 presidents were just kidding. Not all of them. Right. But considering how bad the ones, the, how bad the last three decades worth of presidents were, you know, uh, we have to give a special privilege or we have to give a special pardon 
to the actions that President Trump does, right? Some people were like, no, you can't. Some people, you, know, you know, like, you know, kind of some of the things like, like Dr. Shiva will say right now. He's saying things like Trump invited the swamp in. Well, Trump has no place in the swamp as far as we know. Now, is it fair to say that just because you're of a certain tra tax bracket and we have to be fair, guys, even even though, you know, I'm a plebe here, a layman plebe, you know, even though I'm like, what, like, I don't know, what, what, what would I be considered? I'm probably like considered middle, 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 lower class, right? You know, like, so like, even though I'm, I'm probably lower than that. So like, even though that's the case here, right, you know. Do, is it wrong for me to have an open mind and say that um, all billionaires are here to destroy the world and they're all working as part of the same club? Is it is it wrong to believe that one of them, of all 600 of them, might be actually trying to do something good for humanity? Is that wrong, you know? Or is that naive, right? Because people who are Trump naysayers or, you know, they will say, you're naive, Mr. C, because you think that he's here to actually save the world. I've had comments come through over at rumble that say some say things to the same effect. Like I can't stand these uh, stupid uh, channels that just, you know, they, they don't see and they're blind and blah, 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 blah. You know, well, sorry, I'm not so cynical. I've had like, you know, three decades of terrible presidents prior to Trump that didn't even move the needle. Have they blinded us America into believing that someone who moves the needle forward is actually good for us when they're actually working you know, on the side of the same globalist agenda. Is that what is happening with President Trump right now? And, you know, and these are important questions to ask. And these are important questions to ask right now. And it's not, it's not, and you guys know I'm a Trump supporter. So, you know, it's not to cause a divide. You know, it's not to, uh, I don't know, be, be malignant or maleficent, you know, but they are fair questions to ask. And I think for those out there who do want to restore the republic, who are anti-Trump, it's fair to them for shows like this to ask that question, okay? And it's fair to those out there who, who do not support or believe, or even those who are totally blackpilled. It's fair to them for us to ask these questions, especially when they come up on the radar, I mean, how often do we have someone talking like Dr. Shiva who's running for president? The last person who was talking like Dr. Shiva before running for president was President Trump. Okay, but, you know, Dr. Shiva is saying a lot more than President Trump was saying. He has a different perspective. So I can appreciate what you're saying, Sean Joe. I'm still a President Trump supporter. I'm not casting a vote for Dr. Shiva, but I am saying that I think it's fair and I think it's important that we do consider the things that he said. Yeah, I kind of almost don't even want to go into the news today having talked about this. Maybe I just threw all of those, uh, maybe I just threw all of those thoughts and concepts and names and stories out at the beginning of today's show just to reel you in. But, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm really interested in knowing what other people think about that, ladies and gentlemen. And in fact, you know, we may just do that. I think we are just going to do that. Let's just let's just make that the focus of today's show, right? You know, I, I to me right now, all other news is irrelevant. Okay, to me right now, the John Durham hearing is irrelevant. Okay, to me right now, like uh, what Hunter Biden and his baby mama is irrelevant. Even the five billion, the five million dollar bribe from China to Biden is irrelevant right now to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe this is the reason why I wasn't feeling good yesterday, right? To me, that's not relevant right now, okay? Like, <laughs> to me, that's all a distraction, right? 
To me, that's all a distraction, but uh, that's just me speaking. Let's go ahead and do that, okay? I can't wait any longer. I've already spoken long enough on the subject, and I'm pretty sure you guys out there, if you haven't seen any of these videos, are kind of interested, somewhat interested, possibly interested. So uh, let's go ahead. You know, and I, I really... There are points in here that I might want to stop and break down, but we'll probably just watch it straight through. Um, it's about a 30 to 40 minute video. Now, um, in it, Dr. Shiva talks about a concept called the swarm. Okay. Now, the swarm, I think, would be comparable or analogous to the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. But instead of it being swamp creatures we're draining, we're talking about uh, creatures who've been working together, who are of a certain tax bracket, who are of a certain club, um, who swarm together in order to take down people like us. So like I'm saying, there are a lot of concepts here, guys, is the reason why I'm sharing this. Okay. Like I can look beyond my disagreements with what he has to say about President Trump. And I can agree because I do with a lot of what he has to say. There's not a lot of people talking like this ever, okay? Um, and again, like I had my own thoughts and opinions on Ayudare after he left the Otero County, New Mexico audit, but I've I've always I've always actually liked the guy, you know, and I've 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 trusted trusted him as someone who's very intelligent, right? You know, I've had friends who who trusted for him, trust him and voted for him and stuff like that, and who actually have been following him a lot longer. And, and uh, than most, but anyhow, that's that's not the point here. I mean, they live in Massachusetts, so I guess that would be the reason why. Anyways, guys, so I'm just gonna play this video now. I'm just gonna get it over over with, guys. So you guys can, you know, I just need to let this breathe. Okay, I need to let this breathe. I have to. Okay, and then um, we'll talk about it afterwards if you guys are interested. So let's go ahead and get it rolling. I'm gonna get them on the screen now. As I was saying. Uh, Dr. Shiva is talking about a concept known as the swarm. Okay. I'll let him explain it. He, he does a better job than I would. Okay. So, uh, let's go ahead and pull him on the screen. For those who haven't seen this, this is one of several presentations. Okay. This is one of several presentations that, uh, Dr. Ayudare has been giving, uh, since he, uh, declared his run for presidency. I guess this would have been last week, right? That he uh, declared his run for president of the United States of America. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I am of the mind that I, I believe it is fair to let ideas um, air out, let concepts air out. That way you all can make your own decisions as you feel necessary. Okay, let me see what are we doing here now. Hold on. Okay. I'm just getting a setup for the sound, ladies and gentlemen. Give me a minute. And do, 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 do. There we go. Okay. I think we got it now. My computer's being funny right now. Just a moment. Okay. <laughs> All right. Computer's working again. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and let this run guys. Um, he's going to go through some concepts and like I said, I'll just, I'll just let him explain. Okay. Now, 
Let's now move using concepts and talk about is, uh, as I shared, my life is really to understand, to help all of us catalyze a movement to destroy what I call the swarm. So we're gonna talk about today is my discovery. I'm gonna call it the swarm. Is gonna let you figure out how the few control the many. That's what we're gonna talk about today. How the few control the many. We're gonna walk, use systems principles to understand this, but most importantly, we're gonna learn how to destroy the swarm so we can achieve liberation in this lifetime. And you're also gonna learn that it's, there's no Messiah coming, that we have to do it here and now. And I would argue that as important as understanding Bernoulli's principles, uh, engineering, you know, overcoming gravity to build flying machines, uh, understanding electricity and magnetism, uh, mathematics and science, this understanding is even more powerful because it's about human liberation for truth, freedom, health. Something that we've been told over and over again, ah, that's just the way the world is. You just have to accept it, Shiva. You know, some people are going to be subjugated, the vast majority, and others are going to always profit from them. I don't believe that. So let's begin by understanding this. So the question we want to understand to start with, let's look at, you know, this little set of people, let's say, or a few bunch of people. And let's say this is what I call the elite. And maybe let's say there's about 10,000 of them, 10,000 of them, okay? The question is, how is it these small set of people are able to manipulate, and I'm gonna use, and we know there's about 8 billion of us, 8 billion people, how is it these people are able to manipulate the 8 billion people here, okay? You know, all these people out there, okay? You know, all over the planet, okay? How is it that the 10,000 here on a good day, we know there's about 600 billionaires, as many of you know, during the pandemic increased their wealth by $2.3 trillion. The scumbag, as I call him, Elon Musk, that's when he made all of his wealth during the pandemic. But 600 billionaires uh, among this are the ones who, uh, among other institutions, control these 8 billion people. How do they do this? Now, if you talk to a lot of the naive, they think, oh, it's the Rothschilds over here, right? Or it's the aliens. Some people talk about it on another planet who are beaming information. Um, and they get lost in this understanding because they don't understand it's not any one individual, it's not any one organization. It is the swarm. And you're going to understand swarm. Swarm is a, um, there's something called swarm intelligence. If you watch all those birds flying together, not any one of them is in control. They move together as a unit. They're closely knit. They're quote unquote telepathic, but they move with a singular goal. Again, the goal of the elites here to get back is power, profit, and control. This is the goal. So if we look at it from a control system side, this is the goal of the elites, okay? That's what they want. So how is it these people, how are they, 
What are they doing? What are the inputs they're sending into this system to achieve their goals? And what is the output that they seek? What is the output that they seek? How do they know their goals are being achieved? Well, they know that their goal. Is taking place. Okay, this is their obvious things. So if you're an elite over here and you're looking at those 8 billion people, how do you know you're achieving your goal? Well, first of all, are people getting fat, meaning unhealthy? They like that, okay? They like people getting fat and unhealthy. Are people getting They like that. Are people happy? Fat, dumb, and happy is what we're talking about here, which means are they being entertained? They're not being educated, but they're being entertained. So that's some of the fundamentals. But one of the most important things they want to find out is are people being divided? This is probably one of the most important things. Are people divided? Are they isolated and disconnected? from themselves, right? They don't want people here connecting with each other, all right? But that's what they look for. They also look for are people feeling helpless. And disconnected is a big thing, helpless. Are people looking to save them? They like that. They like when people here are looking to them, the enemy here, for their saviors, they really love that, okay? And think about that. They're looking to the elites to save them. Very, very important, okay? They want to be disorganized. And they definitely want people to be helpless. So look at all these things here. They want people to be fat, dumb, and happy, which is unhealthy, ignorant, and entertained. They want people particularly to be divided, isolated, disconnected, helpless. And they want people here to look at the elites for their answers. And another way I have talking about, they want people here to become star fuckers. Okay? Star fuckers means they want people here to pay homage to some idiot over here to help them. Okay? It's a technical term, right? Um, but look at the output. This is what they want. I hope everyone's seeing this. Just look at this and, and, and absorb this. If the elites, they're achieving their goal, if the output coming out of these 8 billion people, let's call this the system, if this system is producing more fat, dumb, happy, divided, isolated, disconnected, helpless uh, people, subservient to the elites, disorganized, and people being star fuckers. All right? So if you're listening to this right now, if you think, Booby effing Kennedy is going to help you, you're a star fucker. If you think Trump is going to help you, you're a star fucker. If you think the elites over here are going to help you, you're a star fucker. Okay. If you do not want to unite among people here and find who your own leaders are from below, then they are quite happy. They're achieving their goal power, profit, and control. Now, how do they do this? Is it one individual that's doing this? Definitely not. What we're going to find is that it's a consortium, what I call a swarm, okay? 
And if I were to take this and I were to sort of, I'm gonna draw sort of the swarm of people that they have here, okay? And you're gonna realize it's not any one group. It's an interconnected, tightly knit group. And if you connect, consider this their club, they're all closely interconnected. In fact, they all go to the same restaurants. They have all their kids going to the same equestrian shows. They all shop at the same place. They all go to the same parties. And guess what? You're not part of that, all right? This is what the elites are. So who are these people, all right? And what are the institutions of power that they have? Well, first of all, they have academia, okay? They have academia here. Who is this academia? Well, this includes institutions like the president at Harvard, president of Oxford, president of Yale, and you know IIT in India, and so on, MIT. This is probably the top 100 university presidents. So just think about what I'm saying. These people are on boards of companies, but it's about 100 people who run the major universities in the world. Who are the other people? Well, it includes what we call NGOs or nonprofits. These are people who run these huge nonprofit organizations like the Clinton Global Initiative. It includes WEF, World Economic Forum. It includes things like the um, you know, CFR, Center for Foreign Relations. Um, and there's many other institutions like these, but it's the CEOs of these institutions, okay? And these guys know each other. They definitely work together. In fact, again, they go to the same restaurants, they hang out at the same place, and they're probably neighbors, all right? Then the next thing you have is you have government, all right? Here, government includes U.S. senators, for example, who all party at the same place. It includes prime ministers of countries. It includes advisors to government, okay? That's what we're talking about. Then over here, we have think tanks. These are intellectual think tanks. So they include, for example, the Belfer School at Harvard, okay? They include the Stanford Internet Observatory, which is the one with Belfer that they created the censorship infrastructure. This includes, you know, CIA, right? Intelligence organizations. And again, all these people, as I'm drawing here, know each other. They're interconnected. They're a swarm, okay? They're not disconnected people. They're tightly knit. They're not divided like these people over here. They're not disconnected. They're highly interconnected. So the CFOs, CEOs, I'm sorry, the NGOs, the senators, the prime ministers, the advisors, they all work together. They know the heads of um, the universities and, they, and they're friends with all the think tanks. All right, who else is there? So these people are focused on power, sustaining power. But then you also have a whole nother people. You have another set of people who are the CEOs of let's say the global 2000 companies globally. And this could be companies like Target, right? Companies like Exxon, companies like, um, you know, what is it? Anheuser, Anheuser-Busch, right? Who has a Bud Light. And it could be other big organizations like big pharma companies, like Pfizer, big agriculture companies, like who? like Syngenta, okay? 
we'll come back to these guys and so on. It also includes um, what we want to think about is big investment companies, investment companies. Well, this is where you'd put JP Morgan. You put Deutsche Bank here. You put Epstein down here. Okay. He was involved in all this. All right. And then over here, you also have the Fed, right? The central banks. And again, all these people are interconnected. They're not disconnected, tightly connected. The leaders of all these things, all these people party together. And this is something important to understand. When I say party together, I mean literally they party together, guys. Okay. They're absolute close-knit friends. And in fact, the CEO of a global 2000 company will easily move to one of the investment companies down here. If you look at Target or you look at these big companies like Anheuser-Busch and Exxon, you'll find that at one point they were in one of these investment companies and these investment companies sit on the board of these companies and they shuffle back and forth. Okay. Now, what these people also have, so this is all about making money, right? These people are about making the dollar. These people are all about power. This is profit. And then fundamentally, you have control. So you have Hollywood over here. This includes celebrities, right? You have their agents, Hollywood agents, like Ari Emanuel, as I've talked about, who's a guy who controls most of Hollywood. He controls, you know, all the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, the MMA, et cetera. You also have another set of people, the media companies. This includes Disney. This includes Viacom. This includes now Facebook. This includes now Twitter, YouTube. These are large media companies. Google, you can put in there also, okay? And combined with this, now we have another group, okay? We have what I call these social media influencers, okay? This is like Joe Rogan, okay? These are people like, you know, these characters who have come in, but they do not exist without support from these guys. If you notice overnight, a bunch of social media influencers have come out of nowhere, right? And you also have... Um, what am I missing here? Um, let me just get one section here. So we not only have those people, but we also have um, forgetting the news stations, okay? With these big news stations, CNN, Fox, you know, oh, by the way, the social media influencers now are Tucker Carlson, sorry, Tucker Carlson, okay? And these people are created by these people. So when you look at this, the academics, the NGOs, the government, the think tanks, the investment companies, the Fed, the big pharma, the CEOs, the Hollywood celebrities, media, social media influencers, and the news companies. And you can even take the top 10 of each one of these. They all know each other, everyone. They're not not friends. They know each other. And in order to manipulate these people, what they have to do is they have to send these people, they have their front men. They need front men to manipulate these people with policies because what comes out are policies. What comes out are 
These are the inputs they put into the system, propaganda. They feed these people also false heroes. Okay? They feed these people purposely, people who they tell them are going to save them, like the Elon Musks, right? Or Trump or the Kennedys, okay? And the other thing we'll come back to is they always try to normalize dysfunction. Now, who are the people part of the swarm that does that? Well, they have a very another nice set of people who are also disconnected to the swarm. They have the obvious establishment. Obvious establishment, as I like to call it, okay? And these people are like the Clintons, right? Or the McConnells. Or the Obamas. Or the Bushes. Or the Queen of England. These people are what I call the obvious establishment. So typically people say, oh yeah, those guys are part of the establishment. But one of the things we teach at Truth, Freedom, Help is that the most insidious people, and this is why I've been so explosively exposing these people, are what I call the not so obvious establishment. And not so obvious establishment. These are the people that are created to make sure that the 8 billion people look to the elites to save them. These are the people like Trump. He's got a golden toilet, Marlago, Kennedy's completely bogus family. And if you look at this booby fucking Kennedy, he literally steals my material. A few days ago, I talked about endocrine disruptors. He goes on Jordan Peterson says it. One day he says he's for, uh, you know, everything, you, we're in Ukraine for all the right reasons. Then he says, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, Biden is there for a different reason. He speaks from both sides of the mouth. And that's what the NSOEs do. You can look at historically people like Gandhi, okay? Or people like MLK. These people all came and were endorsed by the swarm. These people do not exist. They live in Malibu. They live in at the places of the elites. So let me look at this again. You have the obvious establishment of the not so obvious. And these people are the ones that are used to send the inputs of this controller. So in the in, in system science, these are the controllers. These are the people controller controlling the inputs that go in. And remember, their goal is to make sure people are in the state of division, disconnection, and helplessness, particularly. And they're observing all this. They have their sensors. And one of the features that they notice is that as long as people are in dysfunction and diseased, mentally, physically, emotionally, they're happy. Well, what are those diseases these days, okay? What do we see today? We see obesity. We see endocrine disruption in people. We see men with low testosterone now, okay? Yeah, I'm pausing it there for a reason. Hold on, hold on. I'm pausing it there for a reason. Okay, so that's a lot of information to take in, right? A lot of information to take in. Um, I, I could see how that would be hard to digest for some individuals. You know, I showed I showed uh, audience members on this show uh, because, you know, when we're talking about the way that the people are coming at and the way that they 
we'll call them the swarm, right? The way the swarm's coming, coming at us. And again, again, like I said, guys, you know, I'm a President Trump supporter, so I can, I can literally like take everything that Dr. Ayudare is saying here and take Trump out of the equation because I have my own answers for what he thinks about Trump, right? Okay. So let's just put that on the table now so we can get that, we can get over that hump. Okay. And we can focus on the rest of what Dr. Shiva is saying. I find it quite interesting that this man is dancing and burning and building right now. Do you guys see how he is burning down old foundations of knowledge and he's rebuilding new foundation? Do you guys see that? Right. Isn't that interesting? Anyways, that's just, that's just my take on it. But um, so it was probably now here's the thing. Now I know this is going to be a little bit distasteful to some people out there. Uh, maybe even supporters of Dr. Ayudare, they're going to say, okay, you're taking all of the concepts that Dr. Ayudare just put on the screen about the swarm and about how systems, which I still don't understand myself. I'll look more into it as I go along, you know, how system assist operating systems or, you know, his theories like, you know, play into what's actually happening today. Okay. So I don't know, maybe someone in Ayudare's team would say, how could you take all of these theories and concepts that Dr. Ayudare just put on the screen for you guys and diminish it by comparing it to uh, pop culture or something that you would see on the television screen. You know, but now people like us who have been paying attention to and being awake to all of these concepts and theories and including the idea of of, of preconditioning or um, of uh uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, putting those ideas out there into the media or even the concept of them telling us the truth. You know, that whole vampire thing, you know, that whole Satanist Luciferian thing, you know how they twist and they turn around the laws of karma. So this way they can get away with doing crap to you guys. Right. You, isn't that twisted? Right. Like they take the rules of karma, if you believe in that. And they turn it around and they say, well, we told you about it. So according to the laws of karma, we had every reason to come into your house and kill you. You gave us permission. OK. That's what I'm talking about. So I show I shared this with my audience over a year ago because in media, they do share with us. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who don't consider themselves conspiracy theorists, right, who would agree with me that in media, they do quite often tell you what their plan is, tell you what their story is. They pre precondition us, all that good stuff, right? So I shared this with my audience over a year ago because I do not watch American Horror Story. I am not a fan of it, okay? But someone said, watch watch the uh, eighth season about Armageddon. So I did, okay? It's the only season I've seen in total. When I saw this scene, and I'm going to share it with you guys again right now. So maybe someone on Dr. Ayudare's uh, team would say, how could you diminish everything that he just analyzed and exposed to you? How could you diminish it into a TV show? The TV show showed us the swarm, okay? I showed you guys this clip. When I saw this clip, I was able to better understand how it works and what Dr. Ayudare has said, which I have said, which is what is crazy to me because what he's saying, he sounds like and feels like what I say and feel. You know, it's just weird, minus the Trump stuff. What he's saying is exactly almost spot on with my own personal analysis and I'm nobody. So listen to Ayudare, not me, but anyways, it's not the point. I showed you guys this clip from American Horror Story that summed up how 10,000 people could rule and run the world. I told you guys, I told you guys, you don't need a majority to run the world. You just need the right amount of people in the right places to do it. I told you guys this over a year ago. And I am just 
happy to see that someone who has an MIT scholar uh, has an MIT education is seeing things the same way. Okay. Now, again, not to diminish Dr. Ayudare's point of view or his analysis, but we saw this in American Horror Story, and I showed it to you guys on my show over a year ago. Let's take a look at it again. This is the cooperative in American Horror Story, okay? It's the 10,000 people who rule the world. They told us all about it, guys. They told us all about it. I'm glad someone is putting it into words. I'll deal with the rest on my own later, but check this out. Esteemed members of the cooperative, world leaders, tech giants, media moguls, and cultural influencers, the rumors you've heard are true. My name is Michael Langdon, and I am the Antichrist. <laughs> Humanity is at a crossroads. The world as it is today, the poverty, the hunger, the greed and war, it's no longer sustainable. The time has come to wipe the slate clean. Friends, it's time for the apocalypse. I understand your trepidation. But let me remind you that you are here because of the gifts bestowed upon you by my father. In return, you gave him your immortal souls. He owns you. Therefore, I own you. We speak with one voice and my demands are his. Now, as you'll see from the handy guide provided by my associate, I do not intend to leave you and your families to die. When fire rains down on the unwashed masses, you and your families will be safely squirreled away in a network of luxury fallout shelters. You already have the resources. You just bought land on New Zealand's South Island. You own half of Bora Bora. The bunker underneath your ranch in Texas could easily fit 20 people. With a little construction and some retrofitting, these sites will make the perfect outposts to ride out the end of the world. Okay. That's the only airtime I'm going to give to that trash, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but you guys, you know, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not putting this in the perspective of the end of the world. Okay, where'd I go? I vanished. Sorry. I'm not putting this in the perspective of the end of the world, obviously, or in Armageddon, right? I'm not even trying to put it into a religious perspective. What I am trying to do is just illustrate, you know, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. 10,000 people. I mean, obviously in that uh, video clip, you're not seeing like 10,000 people sitting in front of the Antichrist, but you get the idea, right? You don't need a majority to run the world, ladies and gentlemen. All you need is your propaganda, 
yeah, false heroes, right? And uh, and all you need is um, 10,000 people in the right place, in the right position to do it. Anyways, so I just wanted to share that as an example, kind of cutting into uh, Dr. Ayudari's presentation. It's, it, is, it is almost complete. So let's go ahead and get this back on the screen. And, and people questioning their sexual... So we can finish listening to this and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. Thanks for hanging out. If you're watching live today, this is The Sea Report. You're watching it live on Rumble, Twitch, on The Foxhole, and over at Pilled. I'm your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidus. Today we are taking in uh, another perspective uh, because all truths are important. What resonates with you is what matters. And uh, let's get back into it. controlling the inputs that go in. And remember, their goal is to make sure people are in the state of division, disconnection, and helplessness, particularly. And they're observing all this. They have their sensors. And one of the features that they notice is that as long as people are in dysfunction and diseased mentally, physically, emotionally, they're happy. Well, what are those diseases these days, okay? What do we see today? We see obesity. We see endocrine disruption in people. We see men with low testosterone now, okay? And people questioning their sexuality, okay? Endocrine disruptors, okay? We also see people with cancer, right? Heart disease, so on, and just death. As I shared a few days ago, we are literally seeing if I were to draw a curve, while the rest of the world's population's life expectancy is going down, the United States is going this way, and this is from 1980 to like 2020. Now, they like this. This is life expectancy. In fact, when they see dysfunction, you know what they do? They put another input in, which is normalize the dysfunction. What do I mean by this? Well, if you think about the academia, the NGOs, the government, all of these people, for the last 50 years, an example of policies that they promoted is, okay, eat sugars and high fructose food. Well, over here, people have been literally getting fat. Fat, it's led to obesity. Or they've been putting in foods that are affecting people's gut microbiome. Okay, this is what I call from policy to biology. People are getting obese. And this obesity... What is this doing or any of these dysfunctions? First of all, it's giving people more power. It's giving these people right here more profit. Let's just put here profit. And it's giving people here control. Because the celebrities, the media, the NSOEs, we're doing this and people are getting worse and worse. They're actually making more money because the obesity now creates obesity drugs. Okay. The endocrine disruptors. Let's talk about this. One of the reasons I want to talk about this is think about what's happening over here. And we want to go to this to really understand. And this will really explain what's going on with Bud Light. Okay. Um, several years ago, about 20 years ago, there was research done at the universities that clearly showed that the use of restricted use pesticides like atrazine and other chemicals in the atmosphere 
are actually cause endocrine disruption, which could reduce male testosterone, which could also affect people, uh, mammals, uh, where the sex organs can change. And this was done by the work of Tyrone Hayes. So if you're over here at a university and you find out one of your researchers discovered that and you are playing golf with people over here at Syngenta, Syngenta is the one who produced atrazine, um, they're going to say, hey, man, we don't want this research coming out because you have to understand something. The investment community here is investing in all of these companies. So if you're an investment, uh, one of these large investment companies, you're moving trillions of dollars, $600 trillion, by the way, move through the economy every day. So you as one of the elites managers of money, you're moving all this money. And by the way, you know all of these people. You know the CEO of Target. You know the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. You know the CEO of Pfizer and Syngenta. And imagine that you see that, wow, you know, the stuff that we've been creating over here is causing sexual disruption changes. Men's testosterone levels are dropping. And maybe there is some distribution of sexuality in the norm, you know, um, of of various types of sexualities, but you're seeing a phenomenon where more and more people are questioning their sexuality. In fact, the stat statistics are 39% of trans, uh, of, of, of uh, there's 39% uh, of, of the men are, 39% uh, are, tr um, of the trans culture, 39% are trans women and 36% and are trans men, right? So you're seeing this growth of some disruption. And what you wanna do is you wanna make sure that the general public doesn't understand this because if they did, they would awaken to something that's going on from the decisions you made. So you call up your friend, the investment calls up his friend at Bud Light. He goes, hey, look, let's run a campaign. Let's normalize trans. Let's exploit um, someone like a, even a, a, a willing um, person to be exploited like this Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney. Let's put them on as a poster boy for Bud Light. All right. And let's push them out there because we want the attention to normalize a dysfunction. So they normalize this dysfunction because the goal is to make sure they don't lose their trillions over in Syngenta. They're willing to take a billion dollar hit over here, but they wanna save their trillions in big pharma and big ad. You follow? Because they're all part of the same family. They all do favors for each other. And this is why it makes sense. Why would you do it Bud Light? And then again, then you would go do it at Target. You try to normalize it because you don't want people over here to understand the bigger picture, okay? But you are interconnected. You could strike deals left and right. Let's do a marketing campaign in here. Let's normalize. Same thing if you can look at what's going on in obesity. All these pharma companies are making big money from obesity drugs, but there's movies on Netflix and Amazon promoting fat people as a norm. Now, what happens over here? What's happening over here is that you have people who are pro-fat, you know, and people are anti-fat people. You have people pro-woke and anti-woke, and they don't care. So you have a bunch of these idiots writing books against woke companies and anti-woke companies. You have people creating apps. Okay, only shop at anti-woke companies. Don't go to woke companies. But you guys understand that these guys don't give a damn. They're making money anyway. The investment bankers are going to make money from woke companies and anti-woke companies. But what's occurring here is people are being divided. People are being divided. These guys are happy because they're inputting policies and propaganda. People here are being divided. And that is the goal to achieve power, profit, control, right? So as long as these people work together as a swarm, 
to control the policies and the propaganda, and they provide false heroes, and they're using the Trumps and Kennedys and Gandhis, all of them who talk, talk a big game. Their goal is to make sure that you never understand this, that you keep thinking, oh, Kennedy's going to solve the problem, Trump is going to solve the problem, or some other bullshitter. And you, they want to make sure that you never, you know, get a Malcolm X on your side. One of you, you never, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, follow a Dr. Shiva, okay? And they surely want you to follow you. They don't want you to, they want you to outsource your future to people like Trump or Kennedy because they're part of the swarm. Does that make sense? Is everyone understanding that? John, you think people are getting it? So the key thing to understand is this swarm is same set of people. And the not so obvious establishment is the one that delivers you false heroes. So just step back and let's look at this. Let's step back and look at this. You have the elites, about 10,000 people. And by the way, as I said, 600 billionaires made $2.3 trillion during the, forget that. So these people, the 600 billionaires, had this huge network of academia. John, you can go in here. Academia, NGOs, government, prime ministers, senators, advisors, think tanks. Then they have CEOs of Global 2000 companies, big pharma CEOs, big ag, investment company CEOs like JP Morgan, the Fed, central banks, the news organization, CNN, Fox, social media influencers, Rogan, Tucker Carlson, go down the list. Media companies, Disney, Viacom, Facebook, Twitter. Hollywood, celebrities, and agents. And the obvious establishment is who you see. So you have some people being pro-obvious and other people saying, oh, Kennedy is going to help me or Trump is going to help me. They create division here through policies, propaganda, and false heroes. False heroes are one of the powerful things they do. And you keep getting more unhealthy, more ignorant, more entertained. But most importantly, you are divided. People here don't organize themselves to smash these people up. And this is the history of human oppression. They have it down to a system, a goal, they have a controller, they have specific inputs, and they manipulate billions of people to achieve this state, they produce dysfunction, and basically they don't give a damn if you die. And people are actually right now in the United States, the life expectancy in the United States is less than it was, um, your children basically in the United States, per this graph, are gonna die less sooner than you. And they've achieved their goal. They don't give a damn. Do you understand? These people are eating organic foods. They're hang they get the best restaurants. They get the best insurance. They get the best health care. And this is what they want to achieve. And that's how they're controlling people. The other way they're controlling you is they want you to keep looking to the elites, like these idiots like Trump and Kennedy and all these people, to save you. They want you to look to the swarm. They do not want you to ever support a Malcolm X or a Dr. Shiva, me, <laughs> or you. They don't want you to become leaders, okay? And this is a goal. As long as you're divided, as long as you're looking over here, you're going to achieve their goal of power, profit, and control. So what's the way out? How do we win? How do we win? Well, the first way we win is, as I mentioned here, everyone's got to be aware of the science of systems. Without this understanding, without these foundational understanding of that there are goals, there are controllers, there are systems, there are intelligences, there are dumb systems, you are never going to break out of this because you will think everything 
is, oh my God, we got to talk about aliens and UFOs and flat earth or this. All those may be interesting topics, but they don't come down to the fundamentals of understanding this. And the only way out of this is people here have got to understand the principles of system science. And the good news is you can learn this at Truth Freedom Health. So first of all, learn these principles at Truth Freedom Health. That's the only place. I'm not here trying to sell you anything. This is my gift to people. And if you don't, if you can't uh, be part of this and you don't want to be part of it, we've made it accessible to all your children. Any person who goes through the course, you can give it to your children, 13 to 18. Anyone can learn this. But the goal is go to Truth From Health and, and you will understand the science of systems. So we've created that weapon. And with this weapon, now we have a way to smash. This is a hammer here, right? We have a way to smash this swarm. But without the understanding of this, without you understanding this system science, without you understanding that knowledge of systems, you will never break it out of this. And that is what I wanted to share with you today. And before I close today, we're going to come back shortly, but I want to give system science is foundational to our achieving truth, freedom, health, which is a very different goal than power, profit, and control. And this is how we break from a small set of people, you know, controlling the many. So let's just play this video so you understand how you can be part of truth, freedom, and health and why this is important. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world. We will be slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build, you understand Newton's equation. You need to have a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Truth, freedom, health. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up. Working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, 
forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down. We should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics. science of change bottoms up we have to organize to understand that done and it can only come when you have yourself with knowledge you need to be able to identify a rat you know christ didn't go after the romans right it was the pharisees and the sadducees who screwed him up his own quote-unquote people and that's where we're at so these four concepts i correct people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program we need to train people in political theory you need to have physics and i've created that curriculum people need to get educated we need to get educated fast and within a half an hour an hour i can teach people two years of mit control systems i teach people those concepts then i apply it anyone can understand it and then you say oh i gotta build a bottoms up movement they have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on truth, freedom, health. So people can a bunch of videos. Truth, freedom, health leader. I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study that they'll get certified that they'll go do activities on the ground so go to truthfreedomhelp.com hold on are we back oh we're not back yet sorry creating the future now we're back okay guys so Let's have a little discussion, shall we? I don't know what you guys think about that, you know? Uh, I know what I think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think that there's some absolutely valuable ideas that were included in that presentation that I think a lot of us could take away if we're open-minded and open-hearted enough to do it. Um, a lot of things to talk about. You know, that last segment, the last video right now uh, that uh, we just saw, um, I guess this was Dr. Shiva's, I, I don't think that's his campaign video, uh, but I think that's that's uh, just a video that's um, talking about his uh, truth, uh, freedom, health system, okay? And the system of, um, system of science of systems, right? The science of systems is what he called it. Stuff I'm not familiar with myself, but... Uh, He's talking my language, interestingly enough. Um, one of the things that he just said right now, and please, guys, uh, especially for those of you who are, are more um, spiritually religious, 
In other words, you guys, you guys turn to like old, uh, you guys turn to trusted doctrines and stuff like that. Well, I shouldn't even say the word doctrines, right? Anyways, but, um, uh, Dr. Shiva just mentioned it used the, and we all know this example, right? The example of like the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Jesus time. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't tend to get very, um, religious speak here on my show and, and stuff like that. That's a conversation for another day, but you know, I, I still have my own beliefs and stuff, but like, you know, he, he had mentioned the Pharisees and the Sadducees and how Jesus was facing, he was facing tribulation trials. He was facing uh, defiance from his own people, right? His own people. In other words, the people who should have been right next to him, uh, speaking the truth of God's word and speaking the truth of God and, and you know, really living that, right? Because I believe the truth of God is love. I believe the language of God is love. That's me personally, right? But you didn't see this happening with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? You didn't see this happening in the temples with the money changers in Jesus' day, right? You know, so and not to be blasphemous and not to put humanity and myself and yourselves uh, right there, up there, you know, with Jesus. I'm not saying we're, but, but, you know, that kind of made me think, what if the story of Jesus Christ in some way was a model for, for we, the people. And we know that, of course, obviously the story of Jesus Christ is a model for the people. Hello. <laughs> I'm not that far. Dis I'm not that far removed from, you know, the concept of Jesus and spirituality, ladies and gentlemen. But what I'm trying to say here is what if it was like a literal model? You know, what if we, the people, We'll have to face traitors, Pharisees and Sadducees in our own humanity fighting for our rights, right? Okay. What if we, the people, what if, what if Jesus Christ was a story, a model literally for us? What if we, the people have to carry the cross in order to ensure the salvation of future generations? Do you get what I'm saying? Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins so that we might be saved. What if we have to die, not on the cross, I'm not comparing us to Christ, but, you know, take, take the analogy and, you know, uh, take the analogy and maybe, maybe like uh, decrease it by a thousand per, per thousand fold, right? Jesus died on the cross for humanity, right? So that we might be saved and our sins might be forgiven. What if we have to die on the cross? In other words, what if we have to face those Pharisees and those Sadducees? What if we have to face those traitors like Jesus did? The, the traitors to the truth of God's word, right? What if we have to carry the cross for future generations? What if we have to be the martyrs today to ensure that future generations will live free and independent? Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I'm not, I don't, I'm not into that whole martyrdom stuff. Okay. But it, like, just, it just, that concept flashed through my head when I was watching the video with you guys right now that Dr. Shiva had posted about the Pharisees and Sadducees and what Jesus had to face in his own times against the people who were supposed to be on his side against uh, the people who were supposed to be, you know, preaching and living the word of God as what Jesus was trying to do back in his days. Do you guys see what I'm saying here? I'm not saying like, but what if that was an example? What if he was saying, look, in your day and age, when people are trying to wipe out humanity, trying to control it, trying to relegate you guys to slavery and to, and to have dominion over you, what if you're going to have to deal with those traitors, those Pharisees and those Sadducees who are saying one thing out of one side of their mouth and doing something else out of the other side of their mouth? 
What if you're going to have to carry that cross? What if you're going to have to bear it in order to ensure that future generations can live freely? Now, obviously, the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made in order for our sins to be absolved and for us to receive that grace is no comparison. But, I mean, if we're going to follow in his footsteps anyways, why not draw that comparison? I'm going to draw it just because I saw it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to draw it just because I saw it. But, you know, now getting back to this whole topic, you understand how dangerous someone like Dr. Shiva would be to the establishment. If we were to take into consideration everything, if we were to take at face value everything that Dr. Shiva just said in his presentation, Dr. Shiva Ayudure, you know, if we were to take it at face value, everything that he just said, imagine the danger that this man is to the establishment, you know. Now, again, um, when we're talking about track record, for example. Okay. Now, now I'm going to, no, no, let's, let's get down to strategy guys. Okay. Let's get down to strategy. Okay. I'm going to, cause I'm going to have an, I'm going to have an open and honest conversation with anyone who's willing to participate in this conversation. And I think it'd be very interesting to see how many influencers out there have the balls to have this conversation and still defend president Trump. <laughs> But here's here's what I'm talking about when we're getting into like the whole strategy piece of the conversation, right? Is because, you know, think about it. If, if everything that Dr. Shiva Ayudari is saying is true, and I got to say, at least for me, and I'm still voting for President Trump, but at least for me, I'm talking like 90% of that resonated with me. Okay. You know, I'm like, oh, we got an MIT professor who sounds like me, but people call me crazy. Okay. <laughs> you know, it sounds like me, you know, when I start talking about the Tucker Carlson's, you know, how many people in my audience were like, Elon Musk is good, Mr. C, and I'm going to give him a fair chance. And who, I was telling you guys about Elon Musk back then. Okay. Now I'm a little bit more fair because I understand the perspective that it's waking up a lot more people. The fact that someone like him is involved in this, which might be actually it might be totally counterproductive towards what elites are trying to do. In other words, they're trying to get people like Musk in there to sop up all of the black-pilled fence-sitter restoration republic, uh, rest, uh, republic restorationists who are there to sop up all of the low-information, no-information conservative Republicans and patriots. I mean, I don't know if you could really call a patriot low-information or no-information, but I am starting to see from my, my, my point of view that there are a lot of patriots out there that are no information and low information and they have the best intentions, but they are getting strung along. Right. Okay. And I'm not talking about Trump supporters. Okay. I'm still a Trump supporter. You know, I can, I can vary. And I have my own reasons for that. You know, even though there are plenty of influence out influencers out there who would call me naive. Right. And there are plenty of uh, you know opinions out there who would say that, but I have my own reasons for now. When we're talking about strategy, here's one of those, right? You know, where Dr. Ayudare might be speaking 100% truth, 1,000% truth, maybe Dr. Ayudare is 1,000% on about President Trump. I've said this to you guys before. What if President Trump was a custodian who was here to wipe out or clean up, you know, the deep state's sins so that this way, moving forward, the wall that they're building is to keep us in, not to keep them out. I've said that here on the show before, you know. And, 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 
because anything at this point is possible, right? We have to be honest with ourselves. Okay. I'm still a Trump supporter. I will say that, you know, even though I'm saying these things, I have to look at all three sides of the coin. Let's not forget. There's also some depth to the coin as shallow as it might be. Right. I have to, I owe it to myself to do that. I owe it to you guys to do that. Right. So, you know, it's interesting because like we come across these situations, I, I mean, at least for myself, and I've always spoke my truth on this show and I've lost audience members. I've lost followers. I've lost. And you know what? It's OK. It's OK, because the ones who need to hear it will hear it. OK, the ones who need to hear it will hear it, you know, and, and I, 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 I kind of feel that way about Dr. Shiva's videos right now. And his I feel that way about his campaign, honestly. Because if Dr. Shiva Ayudare were a thousand percent on point and President Trump is exactly the person that he is saying to us that he is, ladies and gentlemen, if that is true, you know, we have to we, we would still have to roll with that as Americans, as people who are trying to restore this republic. We would still have to roll with that. Now. I am not so cynical that I would say that President Trump is not who he says that he is. Now, when we talk uh, and, and, you know, I spent some time looking into some of this stuff, you know, it's only been so many hours. But like, for example, when we're talking about someone like Ari Emanuel, right now, there's a name that you won't hear. You won't hear uh, Trump naysayers who are influencers say the, the, the influencers who are against Trump, who are the influencers who are for restoring this republic, but who are against Trump, they'll talk about the vaccines. They'll talk about Operation Warp Speed. They'll talk about Julian Assange. They'll talk about uh, the mandates and the lockdowns, but they will not talk about Ari Emanuel. Uh, maybe they did before. Okay. So, you know, uh, Dr. Ayudare mentioned Ari Emanuel. So let's bring that up. Okay. So Ari Emanuel is the brother of Rahm Emanuel who was uh, Barack Obama's chief of staff, wasn't he? We all know who Rahm Emanuel is, right? Right? Never let a never let a, uh, a disaster go to waste or a catastrophe or whatever it was that he said, right? Rules for rebels or rules for, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not one of those people. Anyway, so like whatever that book was called, okay, that Rahm Emanuel like follows. That's, that's, that's his brother. Now to Dr. Shiva's point, you have Rahm Emanuel working in the Obama administration and his brother is literally the kingmaker in Hollywood. Okay. The kingmaker in Hollywood, do you, the swarm. Do you see how the swarm, do you see how the shoe fits? Right. Okay. But then Ari Emanuel is also like, uh, Dr. Shiva mentioned Joe Rogan, right? That's his agent. Okay. Ari Emanuel used to be president Trump's agent. Okay, when President Trump did The Apprentice, that was that was who his agent was. In fact, when President Trump was elected to president, he was still president select. He had a meeting with Ari Emanuel and, uh, the, you know, all the tabloids were abuzz about that. What's President Trump meeting with a left wing establishment person like Ari Emanuel, at, you know, at, at his Bedminster, New Jersey home, you know. And uh, I mean, as the story went, you know, Ari Emanuel was offering President Trump to do a film on his candidacy for the RNC in 2017, right? When President Trump was coming out as president. So, you know, I get it, right? You know, there's all, and, and President Trump is all about loyalty. So if President Trump sees the a loyalty, 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 if Ari Emanuel was the man who got him into The Apprentice, why would he not be loyal to Ari Emanuel? You guys get it? I get it. Do you guys get it? Okay. 
So like, it's, it's fair to ask these questions. It is totally fair. You're not going to hear the influencers who are saying Trump is against Julian Assange and Trump is against who was for the vaccines talking about Ari Emanuel, are you? Like I will hear on this show, okay? I'll talk about it. You want to talk about Roy Cohn? Do you want to talk about the Blue Room and the Plaza Hotel in the 1980s with President Trump? Let's talk about it, okay? But you know, that's why that's why I even share Dr. Shiva's presentation because of all the people who are naysayers to Trump, there's someone who's actually saying something that's worth listening to, okay? Someone who's actually saying something that's worth listening to, right? But you know, my angle on this is the swarm, right? I can I can take President Trump out of that equation. And I'm not saying that for the benefit of this audience, okay? Because like I said here, guys, I'm not doing this show so this way I can gain favor with the Trump campaign and then they'll start, then they'll start uh, highlighting my clips and highlighting my, my show or whatever. That's not what this is about. I've never been here for that, okay? I've never been here to be part of some organizer, influencer, organization, whatever. I've never been here for that. I've I've worked with people who are here for that. I've worked with people who are like, oh, well, if we go on this angle, we'll get famous. Or, oh, this might be it, Mr. C. We're finally going to get popular because we're going to join this group of people. Whatever, right? You know, it was their... <laughs> It was their mistake. They they let loose cannon on their broadcast networks, right? Like I just I've got no, I have no. Nah, anyways, okay, never mind that. Okay, so anyways, getting back to the point here, guys. Here's to the point. You know, I can I can, and this is very dangerous at this point. You guys, you guys realize everything that he put on the screen when we're talking about like the vampire like mentality of these elitist globalist luciferian assholes, ladies and gentlemen. When we're talking about that mentality, the elites should be the savior. Do you understand how much this breaks up everything? Do you understand why it's so detrimental? Why I was not feeling well yesterday? Because you know, we have influencers out there Right. Uh, and, and this is all in this is all in this is all in the case, just in case things are not the way that they are. My the strategy that I would take on this, guys, you know, is that. President Trump is so deep in it right now. If you got people like me or like Dr. Shiva and hundreds of others out there who can honestly look at an administration or at a situation and be honest with themselves and other people. I think we have a better chance of like moving the needle for the people with someone like President Trump in control or in power or elected, even if he is what Dr. Um, Ayudare says he is, even if President Trump is a member of the, uh, what did President, what, what what did uh, what did Dr. Shiva say he what they were the uh, um, the oh, there what what was what was the phrase that he used I should have written it down about this so so-called elites this the hard to find elites <laughs> let me see here what did he call them he called them the uh, not so obvious elites <laughs> what was that phrase you used Dr. Ayudari? I cannot remember anyways so uh, not so obvious elites. Yes, that's the phrase. Okay. So even if President Trump is a member of not so, I've already, me personally, based on 
other stories I've read, other pieces of information I've found, okay? Like I've I've I have personally already put people like Tucker Carlson into the not so obvious elites. Haven't you heard me talking about how Tucker Carlson has been on MSNBC, on CNN, on Fox? He's bounced back and forth for years. He was best friends with Hunter Biden, according to Tori Maris's uh, release of emails that she shared over a year ago. Do, do you, but yet, just like they say, they have these heroes that they have formulated for us, the Q heroes that they have formulated for us that have literally pushed us back and prevented us. And, and the thing about this vampire mentality, this whole karmic thing where they have to tell you what they're doing, even if they don't tell you right out front, you have those influencers that say, don't trust me, don't listen to me, do follow, you know, and I wonder about that. And people have told me about that, you know, it's like Alex Jones. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. And because Alex Jones was right 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. People are willing to overlook the fact that he's a part of like the military industrial complex. Okay. I've shown you guys the receipts here on this show. I was a 10 year listener. I was, I, I was an audience member and a, do you know how much money I gave to Alex Jones? I'm not bitter. Okay. I, I actually liked his products. Brain force was one of my favorite products, man. When I took brain force, bam. I was on it, right? You know, I took a lot. I, you guys know how much money I spent on Alex Jones products. Like I was, when I say I was an Alex Jones listener, I'm like Millie Weaver, David Knight, all you guys, Jakari Jackson. I was there before you guys were there. Okay. As a listener, as an audience member, you know, you know, I was, I was, I was an audience member back when like Jason Burmis was still with Jones. And I was like, why'd he leave Jones? And anyways, but like, you know, guys, like this is what I'm saying, you know, so I get it. Right. But that is also part of the ploy. I mean, that's why that's if anything, that's the, the reason why I shared Dr. Ayudari's presentation is because to me, it opens up an understanding on a massive level to more people of the way things are really working, you know. And, and for people, even, even for like someone on Dr. Ayudare's campaign who could say that I am, I, Mr. C, I'm doing mental gymnastics to exclude President Trump from his analysis. You can say that, you know, but I have my own thoughts on that part, on that portion, because I happen to believe that when we're talking about President Trump, even if he is an NSOE and not so obvious elite versus Dr. Shiva Ayudare, who's going to get elected? We're going to get President Trump elected, right? Doctor, I mean, to be honest, and, and with no disrespect, we, Dr. Ayudare has a year and change to get this message out and to get it on fire. Okay. If it is true. And if that is what, if that is what the resonance of your soul tells you, if that is what the resonance in your gut tells you if it sparkles with you america he's got a year and change to get this message out and turn the minds of people over right okay but if not we the people would have to take control of that white house and i honestly believe this is just me it doesn't got to be you it doesn't got to be anyone else but i honestly believe that there are enough americans who are attentive and awake that we could possibly steer President Trump's 
trajectory. That's what I think. Is this naive to say? Well, you know what? We'll find out. We'll find out within the first month of his presidency, whether or not we, the people, because President Trump said, I'm giving the people back. I'm giving the power back to the people. President Trump said, the people are the ones who should have the power in this country. And I'm giving this power back to the people. That's what he said on inauguration day. And his words followed his actions every step of the way through. To Dr. Shiva's points, I don't think it's fair to use uh, Operation Warp Speed or COVID-19 as a, um, I don't think it's fair to use that as uh, impetus against President Trump because who, I mean, unless, I mean, and there are those who will argue this point that President Trump was aware this was coming up in advance and, you know, that could be the truth, right? But, you know, when you're talking about uh, situations like this being thrown on your lap as the president, that's stuff that you're going to have to deal with on the fly. In other words, you're going to have to deal with whomever you put into your cabinet because you think you can trust them, right? And I get it. Yes, I remember tr Trump assigned people from Goldman Sachs and Trump had all these, uh, you know, all these other deep state, um, you know, uh, military industrial complex, warmonger, warhawks people that he how long were those people on his administration, on his team for, though, is another question that we would have to ask before they were moved on to other um, or, or just removed, period. Right. And I'm not trying to be naive. I'm, I mean, honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember how long the uh, Goldman Sachs representative served on his administration. I don't remember how long Mad Dog Mattis was on his administration. I was awake, but, you know, I was working like I was really preoccupied when President Trump first got into office. You better believe I was a cheerleader. You know, I was rooting for him. I was voting for him. I was pushing his word. But, you know, I was also very consumed in life at that time. I couldn't analyze and watch his administration and his actions and his rhetoric back in 2016, 17, 18, 19. Me. Okay. Could not do that. But, you know, moving into his next administration, we'll all be watching. Okay. We'll all be watching. And I think that there are enough people who are engaged in politics and the way that our government is run right now and the way that our elections are handled. I think it's more than 1%. I think it's more than 2%. I think it's more than 3% who are actually watching politics and the White House and government right now. Meaning, I think that, you know, even if President Trump is this NSOE, this not so obvious elite in office, that we, the people, could still manage to steer that office because there are enough of us paying attention. And if there's anything that President Trump has shown us when he was in office and even post-office, like outside of his office, um, optically speaking, is that he's willing to move the needle in the direction of we, the people. I mean, aside from the COVID thing, which I think naysayers to Trump use as a default against him, his words meet his actions. Dr. Shiva Ayudare's words meet his actions. You know, I mean, I followed Dr. Shiva on the C-Report and on work I was doing prior to doing on the C-Report. You know, I, I had an associate who actually was from Massachusetts and was involved in voting for him in his campaign, you know? So I get it, you know, I understand it. Um, but, you know, my whole thing is there's so much information around the systems um, 
logic that Dr. Shiva was sharing with us, I think it's important. I think it would it would open up another door in our minds, ladies and gentlemen, about the way things work. Okay. And, and it, it, it again becomes that ants versus grasshoppers analogy, right? We are many, they are few. And the most important thing I think I was able at least to get out of this and that I appreciated was the fact that we have an MIT professor, an MIT graduate, an MIT alumni, <laughs> whatever it is that Mr. Uh, he, he's MIT PhD, okay, you know, can, can actually vocalize and explain that to us, ladies and gentlemen, I think is invaluable. It's the grasshopper versus ants mentality. It only takes a few people in the right positions to run the world. The rest of us are the audience. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to break free from that mentality, which is why I appreciated the presentation that Dr. Ayudare uh, gave to us. And it is why I shared it with you all. Because I can, I mean, guys, I can, I can, you know, when it comes to President Trump and what Dr. Ayudare was saying, and I appreciate it because he is speaking in no influencers okay that's who he's a day because because you're gonna see they're gonna respond to is anyone gonna pick this up can anyone speak to this you know maybe now they can speak to it because i spoke to it am i sorry to talk i'm probably gonna start to sound like dr shiva right do you know how many con I hear on other people's shows. Do you know the majority of my audience are other influencers that have no idea? <laughs> no idea. They're just trying to make money. They have no heart, no passion for analysis or research or really digging into it. It means nothing to them. This is just another way for them to make a buck, right? <laughs> this is like, how many people are going to stand on my side when I start to talk about this stuff? I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me, you know? But, um, you know, because I could be totally offended when Dr. Shiva calls me a star fucker, right? I could be like, excuse me, you're calling me a, uh, you're calling me a star fucker, but I've never even been in Donald Trump's bedroom. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been totally against establishment, uh, anything top 40 and anything popular since I was born. Okay. So the chances that I'm going to be a star fucker are very minimal, right? Very minimal, you know, but, um, but I get it again. I get it. I, I mean, how could you not, you know, when I, I've, I've, I, you know, when I've talked about things like, uh, what, what, what were we, we talking about here? Like, um, uh, what was president, uh, what was Dr. Shiva saying? You know, we were talking about like these other influencers out there, you know, you know, um, and a lot of truths come up on the on the uh, peripheral, but we have to wonder exactly what the heck, you know, this is that cognitive dissonance that I'm talking about that patriots feel that they are absolved of patriots, republic restorationists make America great againers, you know, people who are awake, people who've been red pilled feel like they're beyond they feel like they're beyond and above being uh, suffering from cognitive dissonance. No, we're not, guys. No, we are not. OK, the cognitive dissonance that patriots feel. While it might be the same as what people who are waking up are normies feel is deeper 
Because how many levels down do we have to go before we get to the truth, right? How many levels down, okay? Now, this is not speaking out against, like, those who turn a leaf over. You know, like, for, for Tucker Carlson, for example. Or, or we'll, we'll say it like Dr. Shiva Ayudere says it. Fucker Carlson, right? You know, he could be turning over a leaf right now. You know, every because, I mean, cause, because what has happened with Tucker Carlson and Fox News could be seen as management, audience management. You get that, right? You get that Fox News probably figured out that they cannot hold the weight of Donald Trump anymore like they did in 2016 and 2020 because Donald Trump is not going to shut up about the machines and he's not going to shut up about the elections <coughs> and other things. You know, you think you think that you think that um, Fox News didn't understand that they've lost it and that they have an agenda that they have to follow. And as long as they have someone like Tucker on, they can do it. But don't you don't you guys understand that there could be something else going on here? Because ultimately, and according to these system, uh, these systems of power, what was it he used? Power, profit, etc. Like, as long as they can control the masses and those who are awake, which actually it's those who are awake are the money centers right now. The people that are the money centers right now are those who are awake and those who are fighting the wake, not the woke, the woke who are fighting the awake. Those are the money centers. And uh, also the awake are the money. In other words, when I say the awake are the money, I'm talking about you. The people who are in this audience, the people who listen to other shows like this, the people who listen to Rumble. And, and I, I like Rumble, don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is because where platforms like Rumble give out truthful or, or at least information that's more close to truth, it's more accurately true than what you see on the mainstream and the mainstream lamestream. You know, there are people who understand that all we have to do is get in with those and we can, well, for lack of a better word, grift right off of those individuals you know so big big money centers right now are patriots and totally woke communists you know big money centers so if you can control that not only can you control the money uh the money trajectory where the profit's going but you can also control public opinion you can control the way that they think and also the movement Right. So doesn't it make sense that, you know, while Elon Musk might be providing a supposed right total free speech platform that he could also be wrangling up low information, no information and fence sitter Republicans and conservatives, people who uh, want to restore the republic, but they're disillusioned and black pilled. Doesn't that make sense? Right. Doesn't it make sense that you can have all these people doing all these things, right? And you know, you could say the same thing about President Trump as well. Yes, you could, ladies and gentlemen, you could say the same thing. But again, if we take out elements like COVID-19, did not his words meet his, meet his rhetoric? Did not President Trump's words meet his rhetoric? It's the same thing that Dr. Ayudare is saying. He's saying my words match my rhetoric. And I appreciate that because that's what I look at. Okay. I look at their actions. All right. 
And that's how I, I, that's how I'm able to say what I say on my show, where we have influencers who are so lost that they're bringing up really generic points. Like, uh, what's a very generic point that was brought up recently? Bill Gates talking with President Xi of China. Ooh, look at this. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Look at this point of view. We've only played this same clip ten thousand times on all of our other shows on the same channel, and all of our, all of our influencers have the same opinion. Because they have no clue. You know, you can tell nowadays, and I've noticed because a lot of influencer networks, in other words, a lot of platforms, right, who are built to have shows like this, they've lost. I've noticed, okay, they've lost their audience. They've lost their money pool. I've noticed, like, they're not getting as big tips as they used to. Some of these people would pull in over $1,000 in two hours, guys. I'm talking about influencer. They would pull in $500 in an hour, $600, $700 in an hour, $800 in an hour. Some of these people just playing country music, okay? And, like, they're not getting that anymore. People who are pulling in $500 in 30 minutes, the people who are pulling in uh, $200 before their show even started are not even getting 30 bucks by the end of their third hour because people are waking up, okay? That's what's up. You people notice, I know my audience notices, my audience isn't stupid, okay? Even my audience on platforms like that, they've noticed, okay? And maybe it's because they don't have as much money in their wallet as they did a year ago, or maybe it's because platforms uh, you know, that have shows like this are really great for money laundering or whatever, but like, it doesn't matter. You know, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I've noticed that myself, you know, the, 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 the couple of months I took off after my mom's death, you know, after my mom's death, I noticed there was a huge drop, okay? People aren't paying attention, anymore because there's more truth out there and they're starting to see through these assholes who put on shows like this that are not telling them the truth okay and in fact that's why someone like dr shiva is very dangerous very dangerous someone like me is very dangerous because i'm not a part of y'all's program okay you know we've had influence there's influencers and i'm not you know if Alex Jones was right my entire life and now he's not, I guess it's reasonable to say that anyone else that I latch on to could be right and then they're not or they're not what they should have been or they're not who they say they are. Even though they've told you, don't trust me, do your own research, etc. Alex Jones never said that. Alex Jones never said, do your own. Maybe he did. Maybe he does now. I don't know. But, you know, I've even had I've even seen influencers who like. Who even said. And I think, I think they did this on mistake. Okay. That were like, we need to have the Elon Musk's of the world save our nation. People like Dr. Shiva stand to tear down all of these influencer networks. You guys get that, right? You guys get that, right? You understand by what he's saying, by, 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 by shining a light on all of these other, you, do you think that, um, operations like mine are totally organic, all hundred percent of them? Now I've told you my story. Okay. You know, I've been truthful with you guys about me, about my, about why I'm here, whether you choose to believe that or not is up to you. I don't care right? I've been honest with you guys. I've signed no contracts. Okay. I've met with no one. I've known nobody in government. I know nobody. All I've done has been analyzing this stuff for over 10 years. And then I decided three years to do a show because no one was talking about election fraud after the 2020 election. No one was talking about election fraud until Maricopa County did their um, election audit. 
You couldn't hear anything about Antrim County. You couldn't hear anything about anything post December 2020, November 2020. So I said, hey, I was already doing a show. I was on another, I was on another channel. Okay. I had to part ways from that, from, from that channel, but you know, no one was talking about it. So that's why I did it. I have no connections. I'm not working with the military. I'm not working with the government. I'm not working with NGOs. I'm not working with Patriot organizations. I'm not even working with other Patriots. Okay. I don't even work with the people that I'm on. People on this network. I've never talked to with them personally. RP78. I've never met uh you know uh, uh scott from woke societies i've never met any of the people from tron right <laughs> i don't know any of those people you know i'm just here doing it myself at this moment in my life and as i've said for you guys i've said to you guys in the past this ability is may not last forever okay I mean, just a month ago or less, I, I almost had to shut down operations completely, right? Completely, like done, all right? So, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, guys, I'm just speaking from my truth and my heart. That's where I come from to you all on my show, which is why sometimes it seems like I could be like either aghast or like flippant. Or like even flip floppy. It's because you're watching me analyze all of this stuff live and on the air with you all. Okay. I don't have a preset agenda or preconceived notions other than restoring this republic and bringing truth in information to everyone else. And, and you know, it's my truth and it's not going to resonate with everyone, but I have no other agenda than that. My only agenda is truth. That's been my agenda my entire life. That's actually what's actually prompted me to be who I am, whether in the secular world or on this broadcast or even in my family life. And I get it. You know, sometimes white lies help, but you know, even then, just be honest. Just be honest, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, I've heard, I've heard other people say things to the effect that we need to have the elite save us. We need to have the Elon Musks and the Donald Trumps save us. Well, you know what? No. The people, you know, forget Elon Musk, right? But like, as far as like President Trump goes, the people can shape that. The people can shape President Trump's presidency. And that is when we'll learn this upcoming term of President Trump, this upcoming term whether it's before 2024 or it's on 2024, we, the people, will be able to see whether or not what Dr. Shiva is saying is true. Will it be too late? In other words, if President Trump really is a not-so-obvious elitist, will it be too late for America? Is that something we're going to have to gamble? Because at this point, to me, and you're hearing it here on the C-Report, it's either going to be President Trump or Dr. Shiva Ayudare for president. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you're hearing it here. That's how I feel. It's going to be one or the other, right? And, you know, it would be rather convenient for Dr. Shiva Ayudare to drop this video right now in order to cause some type of lack of faith in President Trump 
to ruin his base's faith in his words and uh, his track record, you know? But that that remains to be seen. We still have, what, a year and change before, you know, the 2024. I mean, it's like President Trump said. President Trump said campaign season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> campaign season has not even officially started yet. But I, I think that this is a conversation that is worth putting on the table, especially if we, the people, are really looking for strategies to restore our republic and get these assholes out. Because I'm, I'm pretty much in line with almost everything that Dr. Shiva said. But based on President, tra President Trump's track record, minus the COVID stuff, because yeah, prearranged, everything about President Trump could be prearranged. Everything about President Trump could be prearranged. Down to giving Hillary Clinton a freaking, you know, like uh, Oscar for best actor. Because in, 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 in this world, in this timeline, in this reality, Hillary Clinton knew that President Trump was going to beat her. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. I really don't think that's the case. I don't think that Hillary Trump, Hillary Trump, I don't think that Hillary Clinton is that good of an actor. Right. I think they literally I think there was a literal upset between the Trump and the Clinton campaigns. Right. But that could be a rock Roth Rothschild versus Rockefeller thing. Right. Like, say, uh, Clinton was with the Rothschilds and uh, Trump was with the Rockefellers. And uh, there was some kind of turf war going on to see which uh, elitist globalist piece of crap group would be the rulers. Right. And it just so happens that, you know. The Clinton Rothschild people were the ones who were taking the cake for the last, what, you know, two decades. I mean, those are these are all different ideas and things that could come up. Maybe not many people vocalize them. Maybe not pe many people think about them, uh, but, but they're all possible. You know, it's all of this is possible. None of us really know what we don't know. Right. None of us really know what we do not know. So anyhow, uh, okay, guys, so today's been a great afternoon. Let me go. Let's go ahead and take a break real quick. We'll be right back. And uh, thanks again for being here on the C-Report. I'm your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidis. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'd intended to actually catch a drink. No, I'm not drinking from a Whataburger thing. Anyways. 
Okay. So you guys, uh, let me see here. I was going to pull up over to um, see what some of our audience is saying. Let's check it out. Let me let me pop on over. We're going to pop on over real quick to the... Um, Sorry guys, to uh, pill.net. Let's 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 take a gander. Let's take a gander. What are you guys talking about over there? Uh, let's see here. We got uh, some friends on the screen. Thanks again for being here, guys. This is the C Report. You are tuned in live. We're doing. I was doing actually a, a little bit of a different format today because you know, like I said, like I had like I get all my shows down. I know what I want to talk about. And I, I like to tailor it, you know, but I couldn't last year because I wasn't feeling well. It must have been those Dr. Shiva videos, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, hey, Relanon, what's going on? Oh, so some of you guys might see we have some members of the C team hanging out over at pill.net, the foxhole.app. You too can join the C team and support the work that I do or not. Uh, join the C team.locals today. That's cteam.locals.com. Head over to pill.net. Join in with a great community of patriots over there. Say hello. Join the C team. Or become a supporter over at Twitch or over at our podcast, uh, which is always appreciated. Uh, let's see here. We got Kiss hanging out. Raven2000 is hanging out. Uh, Kiss says, did you see Mr. C's face floating around that conference? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Relanon. So is somebody painting himself as the only real hero? You know, I don't think so. I don't think that there is anyone. I think it would be foolish for anyone to paint themselves as the only hero. And I don't think that they are railing on, which I think is also a very fair question to ask, you know, but, you know, like, for example, when talking about like the Dr. Shiva story, you know, I just think that there are so many relevant points in his presentation that I don't see why we couldn't incorporate that into um, the general push to restore the Republic and uh, to supporting the candidates who have the track record. Okay. Now, if Dr. Shiva wants to say, uh, talk about his track record, I would say, yeah, he, his track record matches. Okay. I've, I mean, I, I followed him throughout 2021 and uh, the work that he was doing in helping exposing the election fraud, whether it was by way of the, uh, the envelope and the signature verification analysis or anything else that Dr. Shiva did. Okay. His, his, his words do match his rhetoric. You know, but I find the same to be true about President Trump when we and I have to I have to I have to separate the COVID-19 thing, because honestly, we Americans still don't know the whole story about COVID-19. It's still even though we know it, we don't know it like it's still coming out, you know, it's still coming out. So, you know, I can't I can't sit back and say that President Trump willingly and knowingly did everything. We don't know that the uh, batches of um, vaccines were different from when President Trump was optically in office versus when Biden took over and stole the office. We don't know that. We don't know that uh, President Trump was just not playing politics. So I think it's a very weak argument to use anything COVID against President Trump. If you want to use COVID against governors who willingly locked their states down, if you want to use COVID against governors or politicians who willingly went along with the mandates and all that, that's one thing, okay? But President Trump didn't do that. And politically speaking, 
he would have to play both sides of the coin so that this way he wouldn't have been demonized as the president and taken out, which was always a factor. So I have to consider those things. And that's my honest truth. That's my truth. That's what I believe. Do I know it to be a fact? Do I know for a fact that everything I just said is true? That President Trump, you know, didn't know Operation Warp Speed was what it was or that, you know, he was giving them bad vaccines or that he was forcing mandates. Well, I know that he didn't force mandates because he didn't. That's a fact. That's a truth. But all the other things, I don't know that it's true. How do I know that, you know, he didn't know what was going on with Operation Warp Speed? How do I know that the vaccines that came out post-Trump were worse or, or bad compared to the ones that when Trump wasn't off? I don't know. I can only believe that. But President Trump's track record speaks to that more than anyone else who's running for president. And it just so happens that now we have Dr. Ayudare, who's track record also speaks for itself. So I have to be honest and fair, guys. I can't I can't lie and hide this information away from my audience just because I have a bias, you know, and, and just because I want to be right. You know, I want to believe and be right that President Trump is going to be the one, right? But I cannot deny information just for my own purview and my own perspective. That would be wrong. Okay. And that's not what I'm here for. Anyways, so uh Kiss is hanging out. Raven 2000 is hanging out. Raven 2000 says, I see what you're saying. So, yeah. So, you know, again, guys, this is not like today's episode and this one. Uh, trust me. Trust me. There was some consternation behind today's episode for me. <laughs> there was some consternation behind today's episode for me. But today's episode is not about blackpilling or breaking anyone's uh, thoughts or beliefs or concerns. It's it's about adding it's about adding conversation to the plate. You know, it's about it's about adding perspective and conversation so that this way we can make the best decisions, you know, moving forward. Hey, Veronica Q is in the house. Veronica Q says uh, Trump for the beginning said that Remeron and Ivermectin were available and that vaccines were an option. Yeah, that's what I that. I, yeah. That's what I say too. Uh, by Remeron, you're probably thinking, is that Resveret? I don't know which one is Remeron. <laughs> I know ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. You know, but isn't it interesting? I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but isn't it interesting that now we're also seeing like um, like ads and we're also seeing other things coming out saying like ivermectin causes this, 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 and that. And uh, what was the other one that we were seeing that someone also say, oh, Oh, vitamin D. I don't know because I haven't looked into this stuff, but like it's interesting because uh, Dr. Ayudare recommended vitamin D. And now I've seen a lot of videos coming out talking about how vitamin D three is actually bad for you. I don't know. So I'm not going to get into any of that today. I just think it's interesting. Um, I just think it's interesting. But, you know, when we're talking about strategy, guys, and we're talking about moving forward and stuff like that, I really got to say, like, I don't I don't see Dr. Ayudare winning the because he's running as an independent and that's another thing right that's another thing that i drive with you know but like i don't see him because of the way the system is set up because of the way that our elections are institutionalized institutionalizedly rigged <laughs> because they're rigged at an institutional level in other words our elections are fake okay they're so fake 
that the only way Ayudare would get in is if, if enough people showed up and broke the algorithm. But at this point, there's not enough people that are going to show up and break the algorithm for Ayudare. Okay, I can tell you that. If Ayudare sounds like, you know, a, a paranoid genius like I do, okay, he's not going to get the nomination. He's not going to get the presidency. So I would think, to me, the most valuable thing is to take the knowledge and to take the information that he has given us and apply it, right? Monitor and hold accountable future, um, future administrations. I'm not talking about your local administration. I'm not talking about the federal representative. I'm talking about the president, okay? I'm talking about the president, the executive office, okay? The executive office. We're not going to get a hold of uh, Congress. We're not going to get a hold of the, the, the House or the Senate. Be realistic, America. These con artists have been deceiving us for so long. Do you think we're really going to get a hold of the, uh, of, the, of the House and the Senate? Of those jerks who have been deceiving and lying to us this entire time? Do you really think so? I don't think so. Okay, it's not going to happen. They all need to go. All of them. They all need to go. Every single member of House and Senate in Congress right now, federal level, state level, they all need to go. They need to go. They're, none of them are good for us. I don't care if people are into Marjorie Taylor Greene or McCarthy or Rand Paul or any of those assholes. None of them are good for us. None of them. They are all bad. They are all bad. All they've done is delayed. All they've done is allowed the passage of time in order to get us, uh, to, to take us over, guys, right? And, and false heroes. And again, I'm not putting President Trump in that same category because I believe that we can manage that trajectory. And if we're being honest with ourselves, and if we're not just about being on the winning team, and if we're not just about being who's popular, if we're really honest about doing good for ourselves and our future, we can take control of that presidency. If there is any president in American history who has made himself more accessible and more steerable by the American public based on his actions compared to the American public's rhetoric, it's President Trump. If there was any president who was going to say, okay, I'm going to give the control to the people. I'm not going to follow the will of the globalist handlers who are around me. Because that's kind of what I think happened with JFK, where I think to, do to Dr. Ayudare's point where the Kennedys are all bullshitters and liars, I think that John F. Kennedy maybe did have a stroke of moral consciousness. I think that John F. Kennedy did perhaps say, you know what? My parents and my family have been involved in vote rigging and working with the mafia and the mob for decades, and I'm done. Maybe President Kennedy did have a conscience stroke and say, you know what? I can save the American people and make this nation what it's supposed to be. Or maybe he came into the truth of the way that things have been run in our nation. And he said, you know what? This is wrong and we can't do it. I believe that about John F. Kennedy. Do I believe that about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Nope. Do I believe that John F. Kennedy is Juan O'Savin? No, I don't. Okay. And I met, I didn't meet the man. I saw the man speak. I thought he was Ted Cruz at first. Juan O'Savin looks exactly like Ted Cruz. And he even wears like the fake uh, spurs and the fake cowboy hat. Anyways. But, you know, that's what I'm saying, guys. Like, 
I believe that John F. Kennedy could have had a change of heart, that he could have been looking for retribution, that he could have turned over a new leaf. So I wouldn't put John F. Kennedy in the same boat as all of the Kennedys, but who knows? Maybe that's the, uh, the elitist swindle. Maybe that's the elitist bamboozlement. Maybe that was the purpose that John F. Kennedy served. Maybe they used their looking glass technology and they saw, oh, if we don't take out this president in 1963 and sacrifice him, the American people will stand up and they will end the elitist compound by 1975. Who knows, right? We don't know. We could not know. We cannot know. But that doesn't mean that someone like, you know, President Trump isn't the same. I mean, maybe President Trump was a ringer for the Clintons. Maybe President Trump was meant to bring in globalist control in America while deceiving patriots into believing that he is who he said he was. Maybe that's who he is. You know, I don't know. Could be. But, you know, he has made himself so accessible in rhetoric to the American people. And we believe that rhetoric so much that he might have opened himself up to that. And who knows, maybe maybe President Trump was for the elites and he turned the leaf over or, you know, he was able to see past that and do what's right for America. Now, I get it. There are a lot of people out there who will say I'm naive, who will say I'm dumb, who will say I'm retarded for just going along with it. I don't care. Go ahead. But, you know, on track record. With as many people awake and paying attention as they are now, if you guys in this audience are really not about winning. And, and because people who are about winning then stop caring once they've won. Right. People who are all about winning and that's all they care about, stop caring once they've won, which means uh, we stand to lose three quarters of this audience to not caring once President Trump has won. Do you understand how detrimental that is? Do you understand that once President Trump is in office, we have to be on it and more attentive than we have ever been because we're the ones who elected him to office? Do you get it? In other words, in, in refutation of Dr. Shiva's campaign, we will vote in President Trump. But once we do, we cannot let our guard down. Once we get President Trump in, we cannot say, oh, OK, well, we'll let him handle it for this because then we're just going to be going back to the same thing that got us into the same situation from the very beginning. And I trust and believe in President Trump, but I'm not going to stop. You think I'm not going to get, you know, there's a chance. What if they what if they threaten him and his family and then he ends up doing something really, really globalist against the people? Right. And then and then if we are paying attention and we're refuting it, he's going to be in a spot. He's going to have to choose between the word he gave to this people and whatever it is that they're threatening him with the deep state. But if we're not paying attention, then he's just going to go with a threat. I don't want them to threaten his family. I don't want anyone's family to be threatened. But he's in a position where that is a reality, ladies and gentlemen. OK, so those are things that he's going to have to face if these are things that he has not faced already. Right. If these are things. And think about it. You think he hasn't faced this stuff already? You think that he has not faced these challenges already? You think they haven't attacked him behind the scenes in ways that we don't even know about? We know that what? There's like what? 10 to 15 at least uh, assassination attempts that no one knows about. You think there aren't other things that we don't know about, ladies and gentlemen? So this is what, when we're talking strategy. I appreciate the knowledge and insight that Dr. Ayudare is bringing to us because we need it. 
If there's anything that I have seen that we the people need the understanding of, it's how all of these people are interconnected in such a big world, right? And, you know, maybe that's why I don't always get in touch with people via electronic communication, because maybe I would like to keep the world big, right? Maybe I don't get in touch with people through email and stuff like that is because I want the world to be big, right? I don't want it to be small, you know, but in this world where everything is so connected and now in this day and age and te with technology, the world is small, okay? The world is small today because of technology. But, you know, Dr. Ayudare's analysis shows us how in this modern world, you don't need a majority to control the masses. You only need a few hundred, a few thousand in the right places to do it. And that is why I shared Dr. Ayudare's analysis with the audience today, because I find that extremely important for us to understand how they are controlling us. Regardless of where you stand on his opinions of President Trump, and I agree with actually, I agree with everything he said about the not so obvious elites, with the exception of President Trump. You want to talk to me about James O'Keefe and you want to talk to me about Hunt, uh, Tucker Carlson? I kind of I kind of vibe with exactly what Shiva's saying. OK, and I think it'll be interesting to note how many people who do broadcasts like this will even bring up that point. Maybe they will now. Maybe they'll share my point of view because they have no point of view. Most of these people have no point of view, okay? Most of these people are only there because they're trying to make a buck, right? And, and they think if they share a new story and give you headlines and, and give you at least something of a solid opinion that you'll continue to give them, and you are, you guys are continuing to give them money, right? These 24-hour broadcasts that have all of these sponsors, right? I mean, this is all the same thing, control systems. Control, 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 break free. America, break free, ladies and gentlemen, and, and then maybe we'll see another side of the coin. We'll see a different story. Real quick before we jump off today, thanks again for being here today on uh, this episode of the Sea Report. Um, let's see what else uh, you cats are saying over at pill.net. Let me, let me pause you guys real quick because I cannot, <laughs> with you guys just chit-chatting, I cannot, right? Okay, so... Um, Let's see here. Veronica was in the house. Uh, let's see. Mr. C, personally, I think Dr. Shiva toots his own horn too much. That's Relanon. And, you know, you know, doesn't he sound like me? Don't I toot my horn too much? Anyways, you know, it's, you know, Dr. Shiva really does. And this is actually, I'm glad you said that, Relanon. Because the way that Dr. Shiva's talking, he could really, really alienate himself, right? I think he toots his own horn too much, right? He can alienate himself. It's, it's sad because people who sound like that, and I know because I have sound like that and people stop listening to me when I sound like Dr. Shiva, the way he's sounding right now, <laughs> you know, I've heard more, I've heard influencers toot their own horn more than Dr. Shiva. If I'm being honest, real and on, <laughs> I toot my own horn more than I've heard him anyways. Okay. Remeron is uh, the one he was treated with that made him better within 48 hours. Are you talking about President Trump? Wasn't it Resvera? I don't remember what it was. I feel that way about the pillow guy. He's always too amped up and he never really had anything kind of like that boots guy. Okay. <laughs> Veronica, I don't know who the boots guy is. Uh, I know you're talking about Mike Lindell. Uh, I don't have anything negatory to say about Mike Lindell, though. 
<laughs> um, other th the only negative thing I could say about it's not even negative is sometimes I think like the crack got stuck in his spinal cord, right? Because he's always like, whoa, 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 whoa. But anyways, I don't got anything <laughs> negative because he puts money into uh, into, uh, you know, uh, um, um, litigation to prove that the machines are, are bad. And I, I don't have anything negative to say about Michael Intel, but uh, let's see here. Um, I stopped listening to his channel at least a year ago. Are you, oh, you, maybe you're talking about IUDAR. I didn't even know he had a channel, right? Like <laughs> I followed some articles on him. I followed some of the articles that he wrote and the articles that people were doing on IUDARA. But uh, as far as what he said, though, in that presentation, I got, that resonates with me. It resonates with, I'm not talking about the Trump part. I'm talking about the swarm part, okay? And people can call me naive if I, if I, if I don't at this moment choose to believe that Trump is a hundred percent part of the swarm. Okay. I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying maybe he's not a hundred percent part of the swarm, but you know, it's also going to be up to campaigns like Ayudare's to change my mind, right? They're going to have to change my mind because at this point, I still believe that Trump is our best bet because I think he has given himself up to the people so much that he has no choice, but to do what he says the, to do what we say. Okay. And if enough of us are paying attention and sending in our thoughts, opinions, beliefs, and letters, he's going to have to do what he, what we say. I, I just, I feel like going into Trump's second optical administration, publicly optical, that he has opened himself up and he's promised so much to the public that literally for him to go back on his word would be a detriment, not just to his administration, not just to his political life, but to everything about him, period. That's just me. I think we're at that point, you know, when we're talking about they will not be able to walk down the street. I think we're at that point, you know, where... Even some of these politicians are going to have to start speaking truthfully. Uh, Raven 2000 says he can still be a leader if Trump embraces him even better or if, if Trump embraces him the better. So we must be with the Ayudare topic. Uh, Veronica Hugh says they all are bought and paid for courtesy of BlackRock. Oh, you must be paying attention to that James O'Keefe story that just broke, Veronica. I agree. Thank goodness for it. Thank goodness for it. You know, James O'Keefe right now is either in damage control mode or he's in um, raising up the truth and breaking free from the establishment mode or he's in captured opposition mode. You guys get that right? You know, don't get me wrong, guys. You guys know I love, love, love it when James O'Keefe swivels those hips, guys. I'm a big fan, right? Big fan. I was a big fan of O'Keefe before he swiveled those hips, right? But like, I get it. There's so much truth coming out right now that we all have to sift through, okay? That we all have to sift through. You know, according to Dr. Ayudare's analysis, either James O'Keefe is currently doing damage control because of the Pandora papers. That's a topic for another discussion. 
um, or, you know, uh, what, what's his name over there at uh, at Fox at Fox uh, Channel, the, the Murdochs. You know, there could be another level of of, of gameplay happening here. Maybe they figured, okay, we got to get uh, we got to get O'Keefe off. Oh wait, the Murd. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking I'm thinking of T Tucker Carlson now. My bad, I got the two confused. All right, going back to Project Veritas, okay setting up an opposition. Now, you know, there's a lot of reasons why what happened with Veritas and O'Keefe could have happened. Some speculation over the stuff that O'Keefe did in New Hampshire, you know, uh, back in, uh, when was that? I guess that would have been the 2000s, maybe. New Hampshire, we're talking about the Pandora Papers and Governor Sununu, right? You know, so uh, there could be that going on with O'Keefe or they could have separated because they knew that if that came out on O'Keefe, it would ruin Project Veritas. So O'Keefe went solo. This is the same thing. This is the same move. If you guys notice, if you guys can, can draw the analogy, it's the same move that Mark Elias made with Perkins Coy. When the truth started to come out about Mark Elias and the Clinton campaign via the Durham report, he separated from Perkins Coy so Perkins Coy could survive as this law firm. I, I draw the same conclusion. If it's true, right? If James O'Keefe really did have to do with the Pandora Papers and Mike Gill and Governor Sununu, right? It's it, And that truth was coming out. It's, is, is it a coincidence that Project Veritas fired James O'Keefe when that truth came out? I don't think so, right? So is it possible that Project Veritas separated from James O'Keefe so that this way when James O'Keefe's truth came out and that could possibly ruin him Project Veritas would survive but then that truth didn't hit as hard as it could have so here's here's and guys this is just like I'm not saying this is the truth I'm not speculating at all I'm not saying this is what happened this is not what I'm I'm just wargaming I'm just like you know game playing live on the air right now that's all I'm doing. I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm not saying this is the truth. I'm not saying this is fact. I'm just playing things out in my head on the air right now. So there's that one situation with James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, and the Pandora Papers. Or, and that was just to say Project Veritas, if James O'Keefe was shamed, right? So this way the patriots out there who want to restore the public can keep pumping their money into Project Veritas, right? You know, so there was that or or it could be that uh, Project Veritas uh, understood that um, things are coming down the pike. James O'Keefe understand things are coming down the pike and and that they would have to get really independent because because Project Veritas also had a board working for it. Right. Like uh, the board wouldn't allow uh, James O'Keefe to talk about the stuff that he's talking about now. That could be another form of controlled opposition. I'm not. I'm not being cynical. I'm going to say this right now. I am not being cynical. I am not being blackpilled. Okay. Because the information that still comes out, like what Veronica Hugh just mentioned about BlackRock buying politicians for $10,000 and James O'Keefe is the one who exposed that. It's still value added, Veronica Hugh and everyone else out there. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying black pill. I'm not saying, but what I am saying is that, you know, they could. They could very well have seen that uh, we need to get in front of this great awakening. We need to get out in front of this great awakening. We'll separate O'Keefe from Veritas. We'll create, we'll, we'll willingly go to O'Keefe because Veritas is now the opposition. In other words, divide and create a project Veritas, right? They 
they they created an opponent in Project Veritas itself. They made James O'Keefe look like he's still innocent and that he's still on the side of people. He could very well be a not so obvious elite controlled opposition. Okay. I'm just run, running through different circumstances here. I am not saying that that is what's going on. I mean, if someone were saying that about me, I'm sure I would not appreciate it, but I'm not saying that about James O'Keefe. I am just simply running different scenarios publicly and um, vocally on my show right now. Okay. So, you know, I get it, right? James O'Keefe just came out and said BlackRock buys politicians. So that means James O'Keefe is a good guy, right? Or does it? Okay. Discernment. So, you know, James O'Keefe exposing that BlackRock um, purchases, um, uh, you know, politicians. I appreciate that. I can jive with that. Okay. It doesn't mean that I have to be for or against him, you know, but that is a piece of truth that, that you know, I can hold on to regardless but you you understand it's a catch-all with these people in other words if they're going to expose to you one secret about blackrock that means alex jones is right because alex jones said that blackrock buys politicians for ten thousand dollars alex jones is right. that means we have to suck his dick you know i apologize for being so crass dr ayudare was trying not to be that crass when he was saying that people were sucking you know tucker carlson's dick or people were sucking james o'keefe's dick Okay, I'm trying not to be crass, but I'm just, you get what I'm saying, right? Do you, I have to drive that point home. Now, I will not refer to a phallus anymore in today's episode. <laughs> We're almost done here, guys. Thanks again for hanging out with us live. We're about to close up shop. <clears throat> Veronica says Trump embraces anyone who wants good for our country. But as soon as they get in, they do a 180. It's not Trump's fault. And I agree with that statement. When people start to say, oh, but Trump brought in the swamp. He brought in all these swamp creatures. I mean, he's not a politician. Now, to Dr. Ayudare's point, they all, you know, swim in the same pool and they all eat at the same table. But I don't believe personally that Trump knows every single one. of them. I don't believe you could know all 10,000 of those people. You know, even if they're wearing a label, ladies and gentlemen, even if they have a name tag that says globalist deep state operative, right? Anyways, guys, railing on. Thank you so much for gifting 117 gold pills. Much appreciated. Veronica says our grandfathers would have already gone to battle over the state of our country. You're right. I believe that a thousand percent, Veronica. People would have already been dealt with. I believe that too. That is where we are, America. That is where we are. Empress Beach you, what's going on? Empress Beach to you says, great stream today. Mr. C been lurking and trying to pick up two. You, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. Oh, and Railanon asks the question. Thank you for asking this question, Railanon. Railanon wants to know. Railanon wants to know. When does the Franklin cover-up start. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, for asking that, um, during today's conversation, make sure you, you follow along. We've got new followers coming on at Twitch, new followers coming on at Rumble. And we've always got a whole bunch of new peeps popping up in the chat room and some great old friends over at pill.net and the foxhole.app will start 
We'll start the Franklin this week. Okay, it's not going to be tonight. I've got some some chores to do this evening. Maybe tomorrow night or Friday, depending on my schedule, guys. And I do apologize. I know you all are used to shows out there that give you a set schedule. I cannot thank you all enough for being a part of this audience and being here with me live, even though my schedule is very erratic. So thank you again. Again, for being here, lets me know how many of you guys are interested in this perspective and point of view. Uh, but follow along uh, that way you can get notifications at the very least. You can get notifications about when we go live, when I go live here. Um, but uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll post I'll post in advance when we go live. We'll be doing a book reading of the Franklin cover up here on this channel. Uh, I think I think I want to start this week. Uh, real and on. So that gives you two days to get ready for it. that swinging because that's going to be a very, very interesting read. Again, I'm going to say it now. Content advisory on that one, guys. It's a heavy read. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you'll have to tune in to find out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thank you again for being here live. If you're with us at The C Report, I am your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidus. If you're catching the replay, Thanks for catching this replay. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that rumble button. Make sure you hit that red pill. Let people know where you've been hanging out and what you support. Thanks again for being here, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host as always, and I will be again in the future. Be safe, be blessed, and God bless America. I'll see y'all next time. Take care, folks. Ta-ta. <laughs>